everybody. Long time no see. We're back from the holiday break. It feels good to be back in the studio shooting with the boys. Welcome to Frame Trap. When I say the boys, I am, of course, referring to Michael Huber. Yo. And Bradley Ellis. Hey. Looking dapper in that jacket. because it's, it's cold. Yeah. I, <laughs> it's I, I, cold I don't here. think people have been in the studio for a long time, so we came in and it was uh, much colder than it usually is. Icebox. Icebox. Yeah. Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze froze you to death. Would it be an honor? I'd want him to just freeze my legs, though. And then I I slowly freeze out. You know, when he freezes people's legs. So you want the most painful death possible. Yeah, most painful. You don't want to be encased. And then it gives a a chance to be rescued by Batman. You know, he comes with, like, the thermal. (laughs) Would you be happy if (laughs) Mr. Freeze... Like, Flash throws you entirely, but like his wife, he just kind of kept you preserved. Like, he honored you as like a living art piece. I, I'd be nervous. I'd, I don't know. Like, what if what if the, the place gets, like, shut down? Then but, do I get shut down? Yeah. But then could you have that experience, you know, like that post-apocalyptic experience where you wake up and they're like, okay, it's 1,000 years in the future. That'd be such a trip. Yeah. I thought about that. Was What was I watching, dude? I was watching some, like, random sci-fi shit. Demolition, man. And it was just like... Dude, imagine if you fell asleep and woke up like way in the future. Yeah, yeah. it's Austin Powers. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, could you even could you even cope like yeah. what Station yeah, Eleven? That's it. The crazy show. shit would be going on. Uh, of course, post holiday break. I haven't seen you guys in a long time. How was your break? Uh, good. We still worked, kind of. We were the mm. skeleton crew. Yeah, you were the skeleton crew. It was still nice. We got some time off. Yeah, dude, relaxed. Yeah. I relaxed. Mm-hmm. I played less games than I thought I would because I was yeah. just watching so much TV and movies and stuff. Dude, same. Yeah. I There was just so much, man. Before the break, I was like, okay, I'm going to play all these games. And then it got to this point where I was like, actually, the thing I need to do now is not play games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I have mm-hmm. these two weeks. I need to, I need to not do this exactly. just for like a second. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so that was nice. That mm-hmm. was nice. Uh yeah, man, living out of a suitcase, never fun. No. no. Like you just no. run into those awkward moments where you're like, oh, I guess I'm out of the clothes that I brought. Oh. I what I need to laundry, put them in the yeah. laundry. Yeah. I need to put it in my in-laws washer and dryer, which of Ooh. course they're like okay with, but it's still like yeah, it's still weird. Yeah, it's still It's not home. It's not home. Yeah. It's not home. Oh man, it feels good to be back though, and you like go to your cats. Mm-hmm. And they're just like all over you. They're yeah. just yeah. like, oh, we've, yeah. I mean, they're always all over me. So maybe, maybe it's a mental thing where it's just <laughs> yeah. like, like maybe, being normal. You know, if you're an animal, you're like, uh, maybe they think you're never coming back or something. Yeah, yeah I always think about like what is what is the short term, long term memory for cats? I don't know for sure. Secret life. I think of I heard pets. three weeks. <laughs> you ever see the first one? Yes. I. You the know, the first what? one is legit good. I like it. I'm sorry to do this to you. I think. I started Secret Life of Pets, and I was like, nah. <laughs> nah. Yeah, I was out on it. <laughs> I guess it wasn't good enough for me to want to see the next one. I just saw the first sure, one. Sure, yeah. sure. But I really like it. Because yeah. it is. It's that. That's the premise. It's like, what happens to the animals when yeah. you leave? Yeah. It's a good yeah. premise. Yeah. I, you know what it might be, like, subconsciously, is growing up, I loved, like, did you ever see Homeward Bound? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, like, yeah. Beethoven. Yes. So the, or, like, Turner and Hooch with Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah. I loved all of those movies. Yeah. And so I think I love the idea, but I want it to be real animals. I don't want <laughs> CG animals. Yeah. I don't know if that's just like But a would you want mentality. like CG dogs talking or do you want them just their mouths closed yeah. like Dude, they were in Homer Right, Bound? right. It's been so long. Homer right. Bound, they don't move the mouths, right? right? Yeah. It's just like psychic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think 
Mm, I think I'm more into not moving the mouth than moving the mouth badly. Sure. I yeah, think moving yeah. the mouth badly is more distracting. Yeah, it's than distracting. Me. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's talk about games. I just learned about what these guys wanted to talk about. Brad, I am so stoked uh, because it's been weeks. You said I'm bringing Shin Megami Tensei Five mm-hmm. to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you finish it? No. Okay. I've- I'm only like six hours in, okay, because I was playing other stuff. But yeah, I've been playing. Past yeah, six days. hours is a good chunk of time. Yeah, like I have a grasp of the game now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think? Uh, it's good. I like it. It's been really interesting playing it. I haven't played a proper Shimigami since Nocturne, which is three, mm-hmm. right? Yep. I didn't. I didn't get very far in it because I played it back in the day, and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And sure. It was brutal. Yeah. Four was handheld, right? Yes, Apocalypse. Four, 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 and Apocalypse are both 3DS. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's been really interesting playing this in a post like Persona world, where I'm mm-hmm. more used to Persona. It's interesting because there has been kind of a you look at it in like games media, and I feel like this is really being analyzed in a post Persona Five mm-hmm. yeah. world, which which. Is just like how impactful I think Persona Five oh, was, and and the, yeah. the the level of popularity. That I would that say game like hit. since three, you know, Persona out yeah. blew up way over the proper Shimigamis. Yeah, definitely, it definitely uh, rose in popularity. But I feel like Five was kind of this moment that really grabbed. Hold, yeah, so. uh, but it's just been really interesting playing it because one tone, tone, like there's dark stuff in Persona games, but like yeah, this game is. Very bleak. It when I play, I have this feeling of like just constant like oppression upon me. <laughs> yeah. When I'm just like in this world, like everything is fucked up. There's demons. Like everyone's dead. There's angels and like demons fighting. Like everything's in a bad spot. Yeah. That's the feeling I get. Like and it, of course because the difficulty. I'm playing on normal, which is still challenging. I've died a lot. Yeah. So you definitely get this feeling of I could die any minute. I could just get. An unlucky crit and everything's over. Or yeah, it's a good feeling. What's the uh, the the state you can go in where like it's like your your double trigger state almost where you get like the I get like the oh, crit thing the and the magatsui meter. The magatsui yeah. and the enemies do it a lot. Yeah, and it's like you can just die real yeah. fast, mm-hmm. real fast if you're not careful. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny because I think SMT five is really a great example of how all over the map game difficulty is this day these mm-hmm. days, and it was something that I I spoke about. I think when I talked about it on Frame Trap, but in the review where I was like, some of these, you know, mid-game bosses that I'm fighting feel like they would definitely be a final boss in Another game. many other games, yeah. right? And so, yeah, it is normal is definitely very different. I do thing. think because you know, there's like those red or eyes on the map you take out and it yeah. reveals more of the map. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this. This would be a boss fight in any other game. Because, you know, I go in that that's fight. A, whoa, that's a sick way to reveal the map, dude. A boss fight? It's like yeah, so it's it, like a mini boss fight. So with cool. With, no, like, morally, mostly normal enemies. That's yeah. really cool. They're, they're, what it is is, I, and the exploration of the map is great in this yeah, game. Because um, you, you have your map, but areas are obscured mm-hmm. by sort of these checkpoints. And you go and you... Take them out, and then you can see more of them. Mm-hmm. Cool. Like, yeah, you could still explore in there and everything, but you know, you just can't see. I right. like that. But yeah, and it's, they're, they're pretty tough to take down. They can be. Like, I felt like so a lot of this game was me learning everything about how things work. You know, yeah. the essence, the demon essence. Like, you could take their essence to get new moves or like your your bare stats. You know, right. so a lot of it was me figuring that out. Like, is this limited? How does this work? 
But then once I grasp it, a lot of the game for me is just knowledge and understanding how things work. Yeah. And once I've done that, once I've gotten over that hurdle, things have been more easy than I anticipated. Yeah. Like finding the right combination of a demon and the right abilities with them is like a game changer. Yeah. Absolutely. That that is I think a huge reason why I praised it so highly is I really love the idea of a combat system being comprehensive in the sense where it's like okay, you have a lot to learn, but we promise like all of it is useful. Mm-hmm. All, uh, of it is awesome. all of it and is. And every decision you make will feel meaningful and you won't be able to yeah. make every decision at once and so you have to make yeah. hard choices. And it's something that I think you can kind of trick your brain into thinking is true. Where you're like, you just see a big skill tree or something, and you're like, oh, wow, there's so much to decide. But when you actually sit there and think about it, it's like, okay, where can I apply this? How is this, like, actually helping me learn? What problems mm-hmm. is help helping me overcome? And, uh, yeah, I think that's something SMT5 does really well um, because you'll build a team to overcome one mm-hmm. sort of like elemental challenge, challenge boss, yeah. and then you'll get to something else and you're like, okay, well now I need to completely reconfigure my team. And That's fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. It is. It's super it's fun. Cool. It's cool. Like, it's a lot of like build up for a moment, I would, th- I would yeah. say. Like I spent a lot of time preparing for Preparation. this. Preparation. Yeah, a lot of prep time of me figuring out stuff to get through this one encounter or something like that, which yeah. is cool. Take your Witcher potions. I, I yeah. also think the, the other thing that is good about it is because there are so many different types of challenges and because you kind of want to be fusing demons all the time mm-hmm. it feels you you get this constant sense of progression mm-hmm. which is really nice uh i do like the side quests mm. i was surprised that they caught me off surprise a couple times interesting because what i think one of my bigger criticisms is the side quest so in a sense i i'm not familiar with like in their past games but i would say like one of the earliest side quests is you find these guys you get them like food or whatever yeah and I go back to the guys, and they get food from me, and they're happy. Then they're like, we want more. Yeah. And they just started fighting me. Right. And I was like, oh, shit. I wasn't prepared for this. And there's like six of them, and I died. I was like, okay, now right. I know this, though. Like, That's now right. I know their weakness, and I'll know this is coming. <laughs> or there's a really early on where it's like, hey, go kill this demon. This demon gives you a quest to kill another demon. And you go to that demon, and the demon's like, well, you should kill that demon for me. So you could pick who you want to side with. And depending on who you side with, is like who you get as a partner. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's just sick. I didn't expect that. That is really cool. I agree with you. Uh, they do that a number of times. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm so, still very early. Yeah. Like I killed the first like main boss, like okay. at Tokyo Tower. Yeah, and I'm a little past that. Yeah, I think uh, too too many of the side quests for me um, didn't really weren't engaging enough from a, uh, a narrative standpoint, mm-hmm. and it, a lot of it. Felt the same where it's like just go yeah. to kill this, which is fine, uh, but it just wasn't exceptional. Yeah. I think is maybe the best I way think to say it. Because I'm still early, it's fine. Sure, yeah. But like <laughs> this game seems very long. What I will say about the side quests, though, like I did a I did a ton they of them. All I didn't do like, all of them, but I did a ton of them. They give you they seem great stuff. So worthwhile. Yeah. All Every, the loot. Everything. It seems yeah. so worthwhile. Every time I get something, I'm like, oh, yeah. sick, nice. Definitely. I love that Definitely. feeling. I haven't had that feeling since Dragon Quest Eleven. Yeah. You. Know? you you'll, yeah. If you want Boy, that kind of challenge, so you'll like. Yeah. This. If 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 that is what you're looking mm-hmm. for, it's yeah. one of those things where you're like, yeah, I want to explore the map because, like, holy shit, mm-hmm. I'm getting can you, crazy huge stuff. Can you change difficulty any time? Only normal and easy, I think. But if you do hard, you can't. I I, j- I just stayed on normal the whole yeah. time. I think 
It's, I'm kind of reaching back to my memory. I think you can, but I am not sure. I think it's just because it sounds easy. so stupid and vain, maybe or like weird. But like I loved, it's just like the collector mentality. Like I loved in Dragon Quest Eleven when yeah. you oh sure. you get the little badge or like mm-hmm. Halo or something. It's like you get an extra cutscene. Like yeah, I like when there's a little bit of incentive to play on on harder. I don't um, think there is. Yeah, as, as far as there, there is play. a there is a secret ending. Cool. Not tied to difficulty, mm. but there okay. is a secret ending. Cool. Um, which I did not know about until after I got. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. After uh, I, got my I like the story and the vibe of everything. Yeah. It's like I said, if you played Persona or whatever, then you hop into this. Yeah. Completely different, you know. Yeah. A lot of the time, it's just very. There's not. a there's story a lot, but it's not like all the time on like Persona. You know, you're not fucking chatting yeah. with people all the time like that. It's very isolated. Like you have this demon guy with you who you, who talks to you, but yeah. And I don't have a problem with that. I think it's cool, and I like that it makes it stand out from the other one. But to me, this is a game that focuses way more on combat right. than that other stuff. Like if you like the idea of like the collecting demon spot, their parts from Persona games and the combat. Mm-hmm. This game really focuses on in on that. Yeah, nice. I think it's its strength so far. Um, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think that's really that actually that kind of ties into the two games that I'm bringing to talk about today, uh, where I just feel like over time it's become more important to me to have a good number of the games that I'm playing be have that immediacy to them. Mm-hmm. Like I. I feel like I am losing, and you don't want every game to be the same. I think mm-hmm. every once in a while this is okay, but JRPGs are just so guilty of just being so fucking slow and mm-hmm. like filling you with things that could be said in half the time. And mm-hmm. and yeah, SMT five is refreshing in the sense, in comparison to a lot of other things out there, where it's just like, no, go play. Mm-hmm. the The appeal is in the mechanics of the game. Yeah, that's the main appeal of the yeah, game. Yeah, I love that and. Um, you were kind of mentioned feeling uh, the pinch, and I love just sometimes when you're negotiating with demons, dude. Sometimes I don't know, like I don't know what to say to these demons a lot. Yeah, you you definitely have to feel it out, and um, I there are just times where they're like, okay, give me this much money, and you're like, okay, I can handle mm-hmm. that, and then they're like, give me, give me a lot of your help, give me, a, give me like more money, and you're like, oh, okay, this is yeah. starting to hurt, and then after you've given the money twice, they're like, okay, give me money again, and you're just like, oh my god, yeah. Like, like you care about economy a yeah. lot, and yeah. I think um, yeah, you do. I don't know. I just think the the economy of things in this game is is really. Oh, well I really like uh, what's it called? Uh, praise or glory? I forgot what it's called. Yeah, but glory. I really love that. It's mm-hmm. like this separate currency you get from collecting. You could like, you can get from some chess kind of things, but there's these characters, almost like uh, Koroks from Breath of the Wild. Like right. these guys spread out through the map, and you collect them. You know, you get a certain amount, you get a bu- like an item or something, but they also give you the uh, glory, which mm-hmm. is a separate currency you can use for, to buy really awesome shit. Yeah. Like, really important stuff. Silver, gold medal. To, like, make your Matsugui <laughs> meter go up, which is super crucial, by the nice. way. Like, this meter can yeah. be a game changer in every single fight. Yeah, it But, is, like, even huge. more slots for demon moves, or you can hold more demons. It's like, you always want something like there's always something i want in this game there's always something to go for well and what's nice about the glory is again those those hard decisions because the way that you power up your spells is by spending glory Mm -hmm. on powering up like each individual element yeah so it's not just like it's not like other games where it's like well you just grinded it out so now you can nuke them it's like no i have to like make the choice to do that Mm -hmm. and make the sacrifices to do that 
and it comes at the cost of, you know, not getting more Magatsui gauge, which yep. can be useful, or uh, just just other things that you get, like having negotiations be easier or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, and so th- it's just like it's pulling you in all these different directions, and it gets in your face enough to be like, actually, I do want that mm-hmm. thing, uh, which I which I so far like. I actually like the. Um the orbs on the world that give you like health mm-hmm. or mana. I do like those actually. Cause you could get to spots if you don't use those where you feel like you're going back and getting. Yeah. Cause like right now, like I could do quite a bit of spells, but you know, if I don't have those could be a real problem. So I'm going yeah. back and refilling, but you could find those around the map and just collect them. And just, it keeps me from like constantly thinking about like, Oh, I'm low. I got to go back kind of thing. Yeah. I feel like they, I, I don't know how quickly this happened. Maybe it was immediately, but I feel like it got to a point where I was like, this isn't doing much for me. But what I do like that they do is they, they serve kind of as great markers and they emphasize how explorable the world yeah. is. And so you'll see something, you know, it's just like they're very easy to see and you go over there and you're like, oh, I can go underneath this thing or up and around. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that helps. I love Well, yeah, they're like a beacon. Yeah. No, they're a beacon. F- they're a bonus for exploring and they're worth, seeking out yeah that's what i like about it the beacons are lit um a criticism that i had is i think in terms of aesthetic uh a lot of sand yes everything is sand so far it's it's a lot of rubble basically (laughs) and 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 it doesn't stray too far beyond that uh which is kind of disappointing I, i i think i would have liked more variety but I think what saves it is I think each map is really well designed and really fun to explore. Mm-hmm. That the art of going through it is fun, even yeah, if visually it's, it's not, you know, I think it's wise that your character can run pretty fast. Oh my God, it's great. You just zip around. Yeah. yeah I think awesome. that was a really smart move. I was like, this is like a really good speed yeah. for your character. Um, it's funny. I, I remember this from long ago where. One of the reasons Isla was motivated to play near Automata was she was told that it's a a nihilistic game, mm-hmm. and oh, like this is very... <laughs> I can I can see that interpretation, but I think like SMT five is a can yeah. certainly be a lot yeah. more nihilistic, and I I love that about it. Where yeah, I do it's like just that about like, it. It's just t- it's just it's, like everything. Sometimes horrible things happen. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah, it's just like everything's yeah. fucked. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, it's. It's cool. But it's a good game. I'm really enjoying it. I'm curious to nice. see how I feel about it, you know, like 10, 20 more hours in after. Yeah, I'm Especially excited like to. Especially like the elements of side quests and stuff like that. Right. And the yeah. environments. And there are going. some, it's one of those games where you kind of have those oh shit boss battles where there'll be like this super hype cutscene and they just look so cool that you're excited to take mm-hmm. them on. Yeah. And so when you get to some of those things, I'm yeah. excited I mean, to get your. Great enemy thing. design as oh. always. Like your, char- your character yeah. looks sick. Yeah. Like the blade hand thing you have is sick. All that's really cool. Yeah. The character slash enemy design is is just chef's kiss amazing. I'm not talking about some frame trap, but it's been funny because I've been dabbling a little bit with Delmy Cry 5 Special Edition. Nice. Going back and forth. And yeah. playing these games back and forth has been the most jarring and bizarre thing ever. I'm playing Delmy Cry 5 <laughs> at 120 hertz, you know? Yeah. And it just sounds fucking great. Yeah. It looks great. Then I'm playing Shimigami Tensei 5. And it's like right. 30, 20 yeah. something frames. It's 
<laughs> it's just been like really weird. Not a showpiece. Like, well, having I would say it's a showpiece, but it's it's a switch game. You're yeah. you're getting to exactly the point that I wanted to bring up where I definitely feel like some people have been more sensitive to the the performance of SMT5 than I am, but mm-hmm. it gets to the point with switch games where the bar is so low. I feel like that I'm like, no, this isn't bothering me. Like, this is yeah, been totally it's, fine. It, like, it doesn't bother but, me, but it's but, just been funny noticing these things. But that you have that moment where your brain is like, what if this was a current-gen exclusive? Mm-hmm. Like, how how much sicker would these worlds be? How much, Tell like... Variety's budget. Just like, yeah, what, how far how far could you, you push this? And mm-hmm. I, I think that conflict gets yeah. uh, a little frustrating. But yeah, I mean, that wouldn't deter... I don't think that should deter anyone from playing if you're curious about this game. It, no, I... It looks like... It has a great style. Yeah. It runs fine. Yeah. Like, fine. It, it, it's a Switch game. I don't it's know. It's not even to close it. to the... Worst... For me... Yeah. And it's, it's There's gonna change way the worse games. It's not even close for me where I, I would... Like, I didn't even bring it up in the review. Yeah. I don't think it, like... You have to bring it up. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean... I recommend it. I, I think it's one of those games, and I feel like I've said this before, but I, I think it's one of those games where it's super easy to be intimidated by, but once yeah. it gets its hooks in you, I think the really, level of satisfaction yeah. that it brings Like, you gotta so be, great. I think if you're gonna play this game at least on normal, you gotta be okay with dying and just figuring things yeah. out. That's part of the charm, I think, of it, but... You have to already understand the appeal of death. Yes, yeah. you do. Uh, Huber, really excited to get your take on this uh and and was happy that you played through it but halo infinite campaign yeah uh did you play on heroic yes okay yeah i brad and mm-hmm. i also played through the first time on on heroic 10 yeah. out of 10 difficulty it was just right right it was yeah, just, it was yeah right. it, really it was, was so right really threatening bosses yeah. some really good boss fights you know like, I really like the boss fights so brad and i talked about mm-hmm. this Yes. Yes and no, of course. Yeah, they. Yeah. I feel like they, they maybe kind of do the same trick yeah. a little bit too I'm often. Invi- invisible. Yeah. Yeah, of Again. Yeah. I like the, the little AI thing that you fight. That was a cool one. No, like, the shit, you know, shoot yeah. the weak points. Yeah, the monitor. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. I liked yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, it was yeah. fine. It was Still less different. noticeable. Yeah. It was less fun when it appeared again, yeah, right? Sure, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, but, yeah. I mean... Monitors are just such an integral part of Halo that having them show up in mm. the way that they do in Halo Infinite, I think, is fun. Yeah, it was really fun. I will say the game dragged near the end. You know, you're talking about you're just playing Shin Megami and you really like some things right now, but like, does it hold up over time? Mm-hmm. It makes me, it was just making me realize Halo Infinite more than anything made me realize, like, gotta finish a game. Cause like, I was so hot on it i was so high on it early on i was like oh my god this is incredible i haven't been this addicted to a halo game in Mm -hmm. so long and then by the end of it i was just so burnt out i was just so just like just the open world i think really burned me out just finding all the little oh did you do everything immediately mostly yeah or like as much as i could and then if i was near a main objective i would do that Mm. you know just kind of clean it up you know just all the all the fob bases and the Anytime you saw like a propaganda tower, you know, and it, it was just so repetitive. The environments were so repetitive. Like the everything, environment. everything the environment. looked exactly the same. Yeah. The enemies you fight are the same. Like mm. from point one to the end is like so similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't disagree. <laughs> I don't disagree with a lot of what you're saying. Yeah. And those those were 
certainly some of my biggest criticisms. Yeah. Like, you kind of keep waiting for the environment to change, and then the game ends. Yeah. yeah. Um, but. And, <laughs> yeah. But. The, the other thing is, and I, I went through a similar yeah. thing that you did, and I feel like I've seen other people go through this as well, where mm. you go in and you're like, oh, my God, open world Halo, why didn't they do this before? Yeah, and and you, you, just... you certainly have that, that honeymoon phase. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then it that that wears off over time, and I was like, I'm kind of craving the more set-piece, more handcrafted yeah. things that, that Halo has done before. And you do get more linear sections at the end, but totally. then I'm like, this might as well just be firefight. Like, yeah. it's just hallways. Yeah, that's the problem. Types. The linear yeah. parts are li just, like, hallways. Yeah. yeah. What I will say... Very similar encounters throughout. In defense of what Halo Infinite does is I do actually think that they do a good job of keeping the compositions of enemies fairly sure. interesting throughout. Mm. Um, I think the enemies that they do have, for the most part, are pretty meaningful, and I feel like they're they're regularly shuffling things around, which I liked. Yeah, they remix um, them for sure. They they in the enemies totally. And I I do think the the sandbox combat yeah. is damn near, near well like perfected. Yeah. In Infinite, uh, there's there's a moment at the end where they kind of give you like this armory, yeah. and it was just fun being like. Okay, I'm gonna use this here, that there, and it's just yeah. I, there's this feeling of because you're limited, you know, to only two weapons, mm -hmm. but everything can be useful in the right circumstance. Yeah, there's kind of this nice like pick it up as you go along, or how am I gonna use mm -hmm. this uh, vibe, or like am I going to pick up this fusion coil and throw it totally. at this enemy and then go in? And I I like that. Yeah, me too. I think that was really like good. sometimes I'd run out of ammo. I'd be like, oh, I gotta switch it up. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, the grappling hook is the best mechanic yeah. of 2021. It's period, so good. Period. Yeah. yeah it's it was my favorite really thing good. to do. I yeah. looked back at everything in 2021. The grappling hook was right. the most fun thing to do. Just the skill that you need to kind of use it. Right. I also liked that it was really forgiving. Like, if you wanted to climb up a giant mountain, you could, you could just spam it and yeah. get a little higher, a yeah. little higher, a little higher. So it was like this really nice combination of this thing is so easy to use, but also you can get really good with it. I love that one of the upgrades is like reduce the cooldown of the grappling hook. Yeah. And like on paper, you're like, okay, whatever. And then like in practice, you're like, this is transformative. Like mm -hmm. I can do yeah. just shooting it like at the ground in front of you to pull you. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, mm -hmm. yeah, it feels so good. I think and then the punch, dude. The yeah. freaking oh, the punch. punch the punch is amazing. It's mm -hmm. the best. The punch is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Um I am with you 100 percent What I what I love about the grappling hook is I feel like in games you have things that are just so sectioned off where mm -hmm. it's like, okay, this mechanic is really useful when you're exploring. These mechanics are really useful in combat. You know, you have your guns and you have your tools, essentially. The grappling hook is just as vital in combat as it is yeah. in exploration. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's just like this... It's 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 like it's almost like the portal gun in the sense where it's just like the whole game works around this <laughs> yeah. thing in a really cool it's way. It's the equivalent of the glider in Breath of the yeah. Wild. It's like, well, yeah, this has to stay even, forever. Yeah, I would say even maybe like more profound uh, in terms of like. Oh, because you can use it in combat a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I'm just saying, it's like that feeling of like, yeah. I can't oh, go back. You can't now. go back. Yeah. Right, right. It's like can't go back. The next Halo yeah. you need doesn't the have a grappling hook. Yeah, it's like or oh man, just like. You you have to know like at the office of three four three the the day that they made it testable yeah. for you to hijack a banshee with a grappling yeah, hook dude. they were like All high day. five yeah. yeah yeah that's fun yeah. I ca I'm surprised wait first shout out to the audio people because they made it 
when that thing is like co coiling up or like re retracting, it has this like heavy sound. <laughs> it adds weight to the grappling hook. Like the sound makes it seem heavy duty. So I just want to give a oh, shout it's out. Heavy there. duty, baby. Uh, fuck. What was I gonna say? I was gonna say something. <laughs> Shit, I lost it. Uh, something about the grappling hook. Oh, just okay. being so badass. Yeah. yeah, it's just so good. Um, but yeah, I really I enjoyed my time. The story was okay. I want to talk to you about the story because yeah. I, I have very um, well, mixed feelings. You as well. were I love that bigger on the Halo story than we were. Mm. Yeah, loved loved the pilot. Echo two sixteen obsessed yeah. obsessed with like, them. Loved the pilot yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah, loved him so much. Um, and I loved... love that he doesn't go the way that I expected him to go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's I... all I'll say about that. Yeah, but... and I loved the villain's voice. Yeah. He drags yeah. out his words so much. Yeah. I take five minutes <laughs> yeah. to say a great voice. Yeah. So anytime he anytime he spoke, mm -hmm. I enjoyed listening to yeah. him. Yeah. What he was saying was all just convoluted, whatever, like prophecy. Yeah. You know, birthright. I'm tribal this tribal that i really like the idea of the banish right Con yeah. conceptually where it's like okay like the covenant which was this super religious group mm -hmm. that's what we were following before they led us astray we're going to reject that we're going to stand on our own two feet but then there's irony there right yeah. where it's still like you're still kind of pulling the the same tricks where mm -hmm. you're still organized you still have this iconography you mm -hmm. still have kind of this rigid True. system of belief and it's like i think that irony is really interesting and it's like is is this type of organization inevitable like i there, i think there's interesting and complex themes that they yeah. could have leaned into a little bit more mm -hmm. absolutely yeah i will say as someone who doesn't know the lore beats that well i liked the smaller john moments Master Chief. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. I thought he was the best he's yeah, ever been. Best I, think, he's ever I, think, been. The, I think he's the best he's ever connected been. Connected yeah. with him more than I ever yeah. had. I thought he was like funny. He had a really dry sense of humor. Yeah. It didn't wear off. It wasn't forced. Like he said some really funny things. He does he talks a good amount. Yeah. Like Master Chief talking too much, I would yeah. not be into, but he, he knows talks when to be quiet. Yeah, sure. he does. Yeah. I I think it, Master Chief gets more impressive the more you think about it because you have this character that a huge part of his appeal is is being a super soldier, right? Like, I'm mm -hmm. going to give the Covenant back their bomb, mm -hmm. right? He's he's this larger-than-life figure. And so it's like, okay, we're going to have him be more introspective. We're going to talk about guilt. We're going to have him uh, doubt himself. We're going to, mm -hmm. you know, all, all of these things. We're going to have these kind of moments of pause. I can see, like, as a writer, how tempting that is, and you way overdo it, where mm -hmm. it's like... <laughs> Everything that he's doing yeah. doesn't feel like this is what that kid yeah. is care but you want him to do this and so they're forcing it. But they never lean into it too much. Like mm -hmm. they really show a strong understanding of what has made him yeah. so enduring and, and popular. Um and I think that is that is super important. Totally. What did you think about the weapon? The weapon was fine. It's whatever. I liked the perspective stuff. The the just like getting really in there, like her being yeah. kind of small and Master Chief like standing over because she's just like a little AI hologram, you know? Yeah. So, the, like, those moments were cool when it was from her perspective and, like, seeing Chief all big. Yeah. I liked that. Um, There were some cool moments, I will say, between the two. Yeah. And they had a good relationship, I will say. 
Yes, I yeah, agree. They I had agree. a solid relationship, sure. But my brain does that thing where it's like, <laughs> yes, they do have a good relationship, yeah. and yes, she's technically different, but it's but she's it's so intentionally <laughs> it's so intentionally yeah. evocative of I just Cortana. Like... It almost it almost kind of feels like a like a Force Awakens moment <laughs> where you're like. Am I enjoying this yeah. because it's good, or am I enjoying this because just, it is repeating the? Yeah. Just like, yeah, to me it was just like still doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this game. Like I really like the game. To me, the story it felt like they didn't know what to really do. Yeah. Well, it seemed like when I when I visualize the story, I just see a broom sweeping. That's what I see because it's like mm. the, the the story of this entire game was like we're gonna wipe the slate clean. Yeah, we're have you're a new right. Launching point. Yeah. Uh, we, we have wanna... we have resolved Halo Five. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. It, this felt like a Chapter Zero. Yeah, and I'm really Fair. excited to yeah. see where Chapter One is gonna go. Yeah, but I'm gonna be way less excited if it's like ten years. From like now. if the story <laughs> mainly revolves around the weapon again, I'm right. just gonna be like, dude, come on, man. We've yeah. been like every like Halo game is like some shit with AI. Yeah, I. I don't know. AI is so crucial in that universe. Yeah, but, but it's always the one with I know, Chief I know, every time. I know. Yeah, they're like they gotta uh, learn. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe learn something from like Mass Effect. You know, because mm. I feel like Mass Effect does a really good job of bouncing around with storylines, but they yeah. all combine into one satisfying thing. Like. You go to a different planet and you get in a new mission, but like, oh, it kind of is connected to like the overarching. Mm. Yeah. Now, you know, you see different species and different problems, and the only Halo thing is, is always like the one. But Halo is not like an RPG, though. Exactly. That's, exactly. That's why I yeah. think the ideas that Bungie had with ODST and Reach were so awesome yes. because yeah. you think about Reach, right? And you see this in Halo Infinite. Where it's like, okay, Master Chief like always survives. He's he's mm-hmm. he's a superhero. Yeah. And in in Halo Infinite, you come across like all these Spartan bodies, yeah. all these dead units, see soldiers. Powerful moments, right? Yeah. And and like yeah. it's like th- there is a war going on, and that means people aren't making it. And I think that that was what's so cool about Reach is you kind of mm-hmm. got to experience that firsthand. And so I would love different sides of it to kind of flush it out and, yeah. and put things into perspective. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, two things before I forget. One, the grappling hook. I kept expecting him to have, and I I, I demand that he has it in the next one, mm-hmm. fucking Doomslayer blade. <laughs> Why do you not have that, Master Chief? Well, Why do you not have a giant blade on your armor? You totally would. Well, then, then what do you do with the energy sword? Yeah, it that, makes it redundant. I know, I right. know. I, I kept, I had that thought too, but it was like, yeah, it'd be so proficient like, if he had yeah. grappled. Like, I don't crap. want him to be the doomslayer. I know, though. I know. And to, I get, I get what you mean because, <laughs> yeah. like, I fucking he's love. A, he's a weapon. He would have yeah. like, I feel but, like he would have one. I I feel like Halo's sort of. Um, arena like pick things up off the ground nature comes Mm -hmm. from this like such old school mentality that like in 2022 it feels fresh because it's not like (laughs) Mm -hmm. here's your loadout dude you have everything on you all the time which i think that's great too i'm not saying that 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 should go away but i think them leaning into the halo-iness of it it helps it stand out Yeah. yeah running out of ammo was a treat i was like oh shit yeah i'm dry yeah uh, and then my favorite thing other than the grapple hook by far 
Mm-hmm. I did it almost every single chance I could. Getting a razor back, filling that thing up with like five <laughs> Marines, <laughs> driving into a base, and it's just so fun. Like, yeah. oh my god, those moments, dude, right. where they all just pile in. You've got your RPGer in the back. You got mm-hmm. your sniper, like. Yeah. Their banter was was on point. Oh my god! I kept hearing like yeah. new dialogue even at the end of the game. Yeah, and it was just they they did a poor job of like following you. But if you would just drive them into a base with a Razorback, like that shit was mm-hmm. magical and some of my favorite moments for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, that, I agree with you that they're not <laughs> the most useful AI companions ever. Yeah. But there was something so appealing about yeah. like, yeah. okay, we're retaking this ring yeah. and like building up your forces. Oh. And then, if, yeah. Uh, so, like, dude, the rocket launcher people would like shoot some like mm-hmm. planes out of the sky. I was like, mm-hmm. oh shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, Blood actually brought this up and I was like, ah, I wish I would have talked about that in a review, but I think the banished banter and how many lines that they have uh, Phenomenal, and, and how much those lines stand out, Phenomenal. I think, is really cool. I loved the uh, the, the the covenant propaganda. Yes, or yeah. not the covenant propaganda, the banished propaganda. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah, gonna yeah. make that mistake. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. they're pretty much the same. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> banished. Yo, where's the arbiter at in universe? What's the lore? Where's he at? The arbiter was Where- like. I'm gonna get this wrong. Get it wrong. We'll I'm take corrections. To, uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I I'm meant going to do a to wiki search after, but I <laughs> no, forgot. He, Arbiter, where you at? Because in like Halo Five, <laughs> he like liberates people. He's work. Yeah. He's like allied with the UNSC. That's right. I do remember and that. He's like vaguely. He's retaking basically the elite, like world mm. they, they go and they liberate it i think that's Yo, what happens dlc i could be wrong i could be very wrong arbiter dlc for halo infinite yeah. dude an arbiter chapter the arbiter Let's is so go. sick i love i just arbiter. i just love in lore where like you have this ultra religious ultra zealous group and it's like this is your brand of shame yeah. you yeah. will repent through action so nice. yeah arbiter I've... yeah he's he's so sick <laughs> Um, fuck, I was going to say something. What was I going to say? Oh, uh, something else that I love that they certainly didn't have to do is I think with Halo, part of the appeal of it is you have those moments where you kind of feel like a god, you know, when you, when you get that sniper rifle, when you get that rocket launcher or whatever. It does such a good job of making you feel that way. Yes. So empowering. Yes. Yes. But like, I can, I, again, I could see like as a designer, where you can be like, okay, this is too strong here. We need to turn yeah. it back. And they, I feel like Halo Infinite has this moment where it's like, no, it's okay. Like, yep. they put in the work to unlock the tank at the FOBs. Mm-hmm. Let them just call in a fucking tank. Yeah. And if they can do crazy shit with it, great. And it's yep. like, mm-hmm. okay, perfect. You sacrifice the power levels. You, dude. you sacrifice balance for fun. Yes. And that's exactly what you should have done. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think I think it makes that decision very deliberately and very carefully. Hell yeah. Where where you still feel satisfied and you like you earn something, uh, but then you kind of get that moment where you're yeah. just like you, you feel like a god. You yeah. feel like they do such a good job of making Chief feel like a superhero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you really, he really is, do. Yeah. You're vulnerable, which makes it even better. Because if you get outgunned and out like outmanned, you're just like, oh, right. it can get out of control. But if right. like it's you versus one or two, like you have the upper hand, 
Yeah. So yeah, they. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, they nailed that feeling. And I, I do think they really nailed kind of the spaces that they were working with because you, you, you gotta love it. That moment where you like go onto the battlefield and you're accessing threats on the ground. It's like, oh no, shit! I'm getting sniped from all the way over yeah. there. Okay, I have to deal Freaking with that sinners. first. Or you know, it's just like, okay, there are two ghosts roaming around. How am I gonna deal with those? Yeah. And I'll. Yeah, it's it's a great time. So do you feel like this reignited some Halo love? In I you? really feel like it's the Force Awakens of mm. Halo, truly. Where it's yeah. like, yo, we're gonna give you everything you kind of wanted. Like we're gonna give you yeah. the that classic Halo feeling, but like newer, mm-hmm. which is a blessing and a curse because it is, you know, like you were saying, just with the whole storyline, it is kind of like. You know, we've we've done this before, which was kind of like Force Awakens. Like, yeah, right. we've we're doing mm-hmm. this, but like, it's newer. it's actually, I they kind of have this template with Halo Infinite in place, where where I feel like they they have kind of figured out how to do open world. They have the mechanics down really well. Mm-hmm. That I I actually would just love like micro adventures of Halo Agreed. Chief, right? Agreed. Like like almost like. Telltale episodes because yeah. I I don't I don't want to wait Seven five years. years six years whatever yeah. it is for the next I I don't think that's right I Honestly, think they're primed it's why to kind I, of yeah it's yeah. why Odyssey Mario Odyssey was so frustrating because yeah. it feels like all you have to do right. is just add a world like one stage or like like for Halo you know just yeah. add an extra environment like oh he takes a plane and goes to the other side yeah. or something like yeah it's you know? It just seems so easy. Like, everything is there. I don't want to say it's easy. Of course it's not. Right, right, right. But, like, all the resources have already been built. You know, you have the, you have the, the framework. You have yeah. the building blocks, and now just put them in place. Absolutely. Yeah. Mario Odyssey is such a brilliant <laughs> comparison because, <laughs> everything is right there. you know, the common criticism is, like, everything is rehashed, everything is milked to death. But I feel like in these two cases, it's like, okay, like... There's more that we could get from this. Yes. I think that that, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that would be so, so, so good. It's like don't make don't make us wait for an entire sequel. Right. Just give us a little more taste. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it seems more possible than ever. Yeah, I, I hope Halo's so. Halo's model, I guess. Now. And the name is right. Infinite. <laughs> and I mean, they they are. You know, you look yeah. at the multiplayer side, and it's like they have all of these events planned. And, yeah, and that's mm-hmm. forever. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's going forward. Has forever. it? Has playing um. The campaign sort of excited you for multiplayer at all, or a little bit. Um, I'm kind of waiting for more with the multiplayer. Mm. Yeah, I, I need another big hook because it's yeah. kind of every match doesn't feel the same. Obviously, question. But like the the small number of maps and modes, I think mm. make it feel kind of. Similar. Have you played since they updated the playlist? I think I did a SWAT. Okay. Or two. Yeah. SWAT's fun. Yeah. What was the other one they added? Team Slayer. Well, they added. Tactical they they made permanent Fiesta. They added SWAT. Um, they have just Slayer that you can queue into, and free for all. Free for all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I th- I was doing I I don't know if I've done SWAT, but I've played since they've added SWAT. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely think that that helped and I liked yeah, it. I it when did. I mm-hmm. 
uh, was playing it, I was having free for all challenges, and that was yeah. nice. Like earn cumulative score and yeah. free for all, that was good. I um, will so say though, because we're going to talk about more multiplayer games, yeah, and this is a very important point in regards to the other one we're going to talk about. Yeah, I I do remember the last time I I played the Halo multiplayer, I got my ass kicked three times in a row, yeah. three games in a row, completely stomped. Mm. and i love losing in games yeah I, sign me up anytime <laughs> so, you know like losing is a pleasure i know i'm never going to be the best in a multiplayer mode right but it was such a a, a dismantling that it was kind of hard to have fun where it yeah. was like my team has no hope somebody on the team left like you spawn and you just get nailed from across the map. Like it was so ruthless and I hadn't played in a while where yeah. it was like, okay, is it, is it already freaks only now? Like it was competitive and nuts. So, and to be fair, I was like, yo, I'm kind of rusty. You know, I just got to like get acclimated, get grinded, but I, I played a few in a row and it was like, right. Whoa, I get where you're coming from. <laughs> I since Halo, since the review started for Halo, I've been playing a disgusting amount of Halo. Um, and I've gotten to a point where I feel pretty good. I don't think I'm like God tier or anything like that, but I feel like competitive. I feel comfortable. Yeah. Um, and I definitely see what you're saying. Yeah. Even um, for you, and you're all in. Like I'm just. I'm. There are times where I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. My God. Yeah. People are. And it's freaking. <laughs> but I think Neo. what I think if you're going up against Neo. I think what's more <laughs> annoying than that is when you have these four v four matches. It's like. Everybody needs to contribute. Yes, yes and if that's you, it. That's if you it. have those one or two link, weak yes. links or somebody drops out and the, you get a bot, it's like, we're fucking dead in the I turned to I turned to Beth and I was like, Beth, when I'm the best player on a team, it's code red. It's right. not a good It's <laughs> not a good situation when I'm the one carrying the team. It is no, no. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I that can be very yeah. frustrating. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So I think that just like, it almost felt where it was like shit. Like, yeah. do I need to play this with friends only? Like, I, well, then you then you queuing... get matched into groups, yeah. and that that is that... You, you really want the dismantled feeling. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll it's get four the, people the on comms. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, that's why I think free for all. And I was playing, yeah, admittedly, probably... on not great internet, so it was laggy, yeah. but. I would get like second in a free for all match, and it's just like you kind of have that nice feeling of it's just like okay, like I got there yeah. on my own, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And like when you have those people that you, like just you know are new or or whatever or just haven't played that much, it's like they're not necessarily bringing you down; they're just at the bottom of the scoreboard. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I think and it's yeah. Go ahead. Just the my favorite part about Halo is the big fights. That's yeah. like my that's what I love about Halo. Team I think. Battle. The maps, the big team battle maps just look the same too much. Yes. Like, yes. From, like, the campaign. They're all, yes. like, the rocky yeah, rock. tree thing mm. from the campaign. And Silver it's like, and green and brown rock. Yeah, and you get the, <laughs> the smaller modes, you know. You got, like, the bazaar. You got, like, a little more city area. You get a more variety in the maps. I just, like, I want, like, the big multiplayer map that feels like I'm not... Yeah. On the Halo ring, the force part. I, I play way more 4v4 than I do. Like, right. way, way more. And I, I think that that is a huge part of it, is I, I just like, I think the smaller, like the, the smaller scale maps, I think they're just more interesting to sure, play. Yeah. I love Bazaar. I think that's a great map. Really, really good. Um, just thematically. I what, think it's a problem just like the campaign has. Yeah, I agree. The problem that I have with the, the big, team battle, big team battle. Yeah, yeah. that 
I run into is I really like Capture the Flag. Yeah. Um, the flag. But I get, like, Stockpile, and it's just mm. not fun Weird at all. Mode. Yeah, where Wait, is that the data where you collect thing? stuff the, you, and throw? Where you get yeah, the power seeds and you throw them back to yeah. base. Yeah. I really don't like that. Mode. Mm-hmm. Okay, shit. Um, I like stealing people's. Yeah, stealing's fun. That's it's cool just you do that. when you have those bigger teams. I feel like I get into um, those matches where I, I just blanked on the name of the mode. And stockpile. I just like, stockpile. Thank you. Uh, I feel like I get into stockpile matches where. You just have a certain percentage of people like not play the objective mm-hmm. at all, and they're like, "I'm just going to run yeah. around this big and play." And yeah. so you run into situations where, like, I've just had stockpile matches finish like immediately because mm-hmm. one team was like, "Okay, we're actually going to go get." They the need seeds. a big team Slayer, yeah. yeah, mode separate mode. The, well, yeah, to, to isolate because you can't get Slayer in big team. Yeah, battle, but they but need yeah, a, to, they to need to isolate it isolated, just like they did before before. Yeah. yeah, I think breaking it up and just have people that you play because if if it was like capture the flag or even total control, yeah. I would do And that it's now. like if they're worried about people just playing one mode, you know, if they're worried about everyone just doing big team Slayer, like, you know, make it so you get a bonus if you do that mode once a day or something. That yeah. specific mode if you want people to play it. I, I do think events really help with that. So yeah. just today, um, they're continuing the Fracture Tenra event, and it's like that's a Fiesta-based event. And so it's like, okay, I'm going to play a lot of Fiesta because I want those items. I think that's a good way to do it, yeah. kind of emphasizing different modes with each event, like – I want a big team battle event, yeah. right? And it's just like, okay, for that week, I'm going to focus on big team battle. Yeah. Um, I think that stuff's really good. Yeah. Do you see the guy that won 100 in a row? You see yeah. I heard about that. In ranked? Yeah. Wow. Maybe ranked. 100 okay. matches in a row. Holy shit. Or I think it was free for all. 100 free for alls. Yeah, I think it was free for all. Yeah, 100 nice. free for alls in a That's row. That's crazy, yeah. And he was doing the, it was the best part. He has this thing. The yeah. repulsor? Def- yeah. 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 And there's that map where he he would bait people. He would shoot to pop up on the radar, and they would, like, drop down to come get him. And then yeah. he would just push him off. Uh, so he just kept pushing people off over and over funny, and over yeah. and over again. Some of the, some of the design watch. of the map, there are these little touches where you're like, oh, I love what you did yeah. there. Um, there's one where... <laughs> Uh, there, there's a repulsor right here and a ledge right here, and they're like just begging you <laughs> to do it, and to just like hide and push yeah, yeah that's like awesome. They know exactly yeah. what they're doing. Um, the game that I'm gonna bring, uh, I played it for two hours last night, and I cannot wait to play more. One that like it's one of those games where like you hear about and you're like, oh, people keep saying this is good, this mm. is good, and you kind of like file it into. This like list in your brain, like oh, I want to get to that, yeah. and then when you do get to it, you're like, oh, like I wish I would have played this way sooner. It's so cool, uh, and that is Inscription. Nice. Oh yeah. Uh, have Have you played that Not at all? Yet. It's okay. installed. I'm right. I'm before Goaties. I will. It is such. I mean, you know, I'm two hours in, so keep that with a grain of salt. But first impressions are just so captivated. Where it's. And I feel like you get this with indie games more so than AAA games where you're like, how did you even think of this? Mm-hmm. Where it's like yeah. both right? so simple, yet so, and I, that simplicity, I think, almost betrays how genius it is. Because what it is, is it's, it's a it's a deck building game where uh, it's this really cool system that in some ways is favorable to Magic the Gathering. And like it has all of these rules, like... 
you have this giant rule book and you can scroll through and it's like, okay, this is what this symbol means. This is what that symbol means. And it starts out pretty simple, but it really ramps up uh, over time. And just the card game aspect of it Mm -hmm. is so much fun because it is also this roguelike card game where you're going across the map and it changes Mm. every time. And so you land on it. So Slay the Spire, think of that. Yeah. Um, And you get to make interesting decisions and the flavor of it is so wonderful because you'll get to like a campfire and there will be all these like uh, figurines that are meant to represent people and Mm -hmm. sort of this role play. And Hand of Fate style. And uh, they're like, hey, do you want to power up a card? And you're like, yeah, I'll power up my wolf. And then you like leave and the text is like, they started to look like they were hungry and they like like they they're they're insinuating that they were gonna eat your your creature oh, or, man. or whatever. Um and that that has been so fun and it has this really neat mechanic called a death card. And when you when you fail and you die, uh it will randomly be like, okay, you get to take the cost from one of these things. Um you get to take the health and power from one of these things and you get to take the like special attributes mm-hmm. from one of these things and you go and it's like put your name in so I have the Ben card nice. and when that shows up it's like oh okay this is something from a previous run that is now helping me and I nice. think I got somebody else's death card so mm. I'm not sure how that works but that thing's been doing work for me Nice. Um, and when you're going through the way that it calculates damage is when you hit the other player gold teeth go into <laughs> this scale, and you have to tip the scale all the way down. And uh, they're like, here, use these pliers. It'll tip the scales in your favor. And you're like, okay. And so I just clicked it unassumingly, and you rip out one of your own Sick. teeth to get an extra point. That's <laughs> really funny. Hell yeah. Uh, but I haven't gotten to the craziest and, and most enjoyable part of this game. Is It is not... Just a card mm-hmm. game. It is an adventure game within a card game. So you aren't just trying to beat the card game. It's that you are trapped and there are puzzles around the room mm. and you can get up from playing cards and try to figure out what the puzzles are and yeah. piece this story That's together. Something. That's cool. And and getting to learn characters and things and you'll get hints. Um, and that has been... So fascinating because you you think about like all of these great card games, and I think the actual card game here and the boss fights and everything they do is like so well. Des- like this could just be the cards, yeah. And I think I would still love it, but the fact that it has this whole other layer is fascinating. Not just because it's fun to figure out the mystery. Of course it is. Like why am I here? Who are these people? What happened? What's the story? All of that natural mystery stuff. It's that, like, your own mind plays tricks on you as you're playing Inscription because it's like, okay, should I, do I know enough? Should I keep mm-hmm. poking around this room? Should I go back and play cards? Am I going to learn more? And you're just like, if I get farther in the card game, will that, like, and so you, you there's, like, this sort of uh, implicit self-doubt that's mm-hmm. so much fun yeah. to mm-hmm. work through. And they definitely nudge you. Um, in certain directions, but I, I think just like kind of the dual nature when he's like, 
yeah, anytime the map is out, like you can get up and you're like, should I be getting up? I love that uh, <laughs> conflict yeah, that's that cool. it has with it. Ben, what scares me is every time I play a card game, you know, Hand of Fate 1 and 2 are mm-hmm. two of my favorite games ever, and Slay the Spire. Never beat any of those games mm-hmm. because you just hit a brick wall where it's like, okay, well, you just didn't draw the cards. Or like The difficulty always gets so insane and so punishing. Mm-hmm. Like, does does that, will that happen in Inscription? Like, are there, are there per, like you were talking about the Ben card and stuff, are there yeah. permanent ways to get stronger, to overcome those things? Because with Hand of Fate, it was like, okay, well, you can go into the fights and then it's like a th- like a actually yeah combat like okay if you're skilled enough in combat that can carry you a little bit but then it's like okay well i just didn't draw the right cards or like the enemy drew some bullshit or like i got unlucky like luck luck is such a huge factor in these games and that can be just right. so disheartening and frustrating when i play it for so long and then just okay i got to go back to the beginning so are there ways to like combat that it's, it's a very um, tricky question to entangle because I get where you're coming from. And there have been times in Inscription where it's like, I just don't like my deck. I just built a bad mm-hmm. deck. I'm mm-hmm. not doing well. Uh, I didn't draw good cards. Yeah, um, yeah that's absolutely it. And, but I will say part of the fun of, of all card games yeah. is Hitting like that. I got this card, this, this Casey card, and I'm like, I assume this is from another player. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, and I just was able to upgrade it and put this, like, unkillable thing on it where it's like, if I draw that, I will fucking destroy. Like, it's yeah. so powerful. Nice. And so you definitely have those down moments, but mm-hmm. on the same side, you know, yeah. fate kind of intervenes. Do you keep those cards forever, the, like, Ben card and stuff? Well, you make a new death card every time. Okay, so okay. I, I think it refreshes. Uh, cool, cool, cool. Um, it was, oh, man, I just want to bring this up because it's so cool, but... Uh, there was one attribute that my card had, and I looked in the rule book, and there was, like, ink covering it, so you couldn't see what it did. I'm like, what does that do? And then I'm like, oh, based on the icon and how I play it, I'm able to figure pick it up over time. And I, I that was fun. Uh, mm. But your, your question of, like, feeling defeated in a card game, I've definitely had that feeling. Yeah. What I would say helps here, at least so far, right, is in card games... It's just like, well, just start back at square one. And when you die, yeah. you do start over here, but... You also have that moment where you're like, I'm sick of cards, and you just like That's good. back up from the table, That's cool. and you have this adventure game. And yeah. so it's like, if I make progress in the adventure game, that is its own separate thing almost. Not separate. That's not a good way of saying it. But it feels a little bit different at times, I guess, than uh, – not that there, there are cards involved in that too, but it's it's so far it's been like puzzly sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and that's that element of being able to just back away from yeah, the table. Yeah, that's nice. I that's think nice. Uh, is is a yeah. little yeah. bit of a buffer. Yeah, Hand of Fate was so frustrating because I love those games. I never beat either one. I would always get to the end, and it was like this is legit impossible. Like, okay, yeah. you land. I rolled this. I land here. I lose half my health. Or like, okay, I'm on this fight and I didn't have this card I needed and I lose and I just have to start all over. It was like, oh my god. Huber, what Same is with Slay the Spire? It what is insane? What is so frustrating about his description <laughs> is, like, I feel like I had this sense of it's more than it appears, and you kind of hear that and you're like, oh okay. Inscription is one of those games that I don't think will. Re- there's not. I don't think there's 
anything I can say that will do it justice. You really have to sit there and be like, oh, okay. Because it's the aesthetic. It is the, yeah. the storytelling. It is the characters. And I think that that is the thing is I'm talking about it as a card game, but I think the things that are really going to anchor your heart to this are the the characters that you meet Mm. the story that you're going through i think you're gonna get really into that stuff hell yeah Yeah. cool i can't wait then yeah Yeah, i need to play it i don't know if i'll beat it but yeah we'll see i struggle with these the card games especially when you have to build your own deck man that's tough for me well it's tough yeah i get what you mean but it's tricky it's it's not like you have the you get a new deck basically every time so you're you know one bad run is yeah yeah isn't the whole thing. All right. Uh, let's jump into the sizzle. Uh, this is the first episode sizzle. of 2022. And so I want to ask, and it can be anything. It doesn't have to be a video game. And again, I have this sense of deja vu with the sizzle and the hotake. I hope I haven't asked this before. I don't think I have. But uh, what do you think will be the biggest or maybe a better way of saying it, most high-profile flop of 2022. Think of... Flop. Think of, think of like, cyberpunk flop. in the sense that it wasn't necessarily the worst game, but the... There was... It it flopped in a lot of regards. Flop. Yeah. Oh, man, that's a tough question. Yeah. Games I can, that are coming out. I can start us off. Okay, sure. Um, had not played it. Don't know. Um, extremely excited for it. Don't get me wrong. I am rooting for this game 100%. Uh, but I definitely think Dying Light 2 could mm. be a mess. <laughs> mm. Dying Light 2. I think there's a chance that that could happen. That could be a mess. Maybe. Yeah. For sure it could be yeah. a mess. The only thing that makes me kind of confident in that game is that's been gold for a while. Hmm. And they've spent a lot of time making this game. Yeah. They... Long time. I guess that could be good or bad. Right. That's what I was going <laughs> to say. Yep. But yeah, I guess to see. Flop, man, a game. I don't know. The okay. Yeah. Kind of worried about Bayonetta three. Okay. I think it's just been a really long time for that game. I think yeah. it's still gonna be really good. But I get this feeling it's not gonna be as good as people want. Maybe what sure. they expect from the next sequel. You know, from like yeah. one to two. Maybe so not, not that necessarily leap. Necessarily saying like bad game. But no. It's just a series that has such like. Acclaim yeah. that it's going to disappoint. Yeah, yeah, that's what I feel like. Yeah, I certainly think that's Just because possible. it's been yeah. development for so long. You know, Platinum yeah. Games, I feel like, is the most inconsistent big studio there is. Sure. Sometimes at high top of the world, sometimes at the lowest lows. And yeah. I just I just wonder, man. Like, what I've seen of it looks great, but I don't know. Yeah. I, hmm, it's interesting. I feel like this is a strange thing to say, but I feel like Devil May Cry 5 has almost given me more confidence <laughs> in... Bayonetta. Bayonetta 3, because there was definitely a, a moment with Devil May Cry 5 where I'm like, I don't know, like, is this going to work? Mm-hmm. And the, the combat was just so refined and so mm-hmm. excellent that sure, I had yeah. a hard time with it. Um, that, I, that I hope, you know, Platinum is able to do that in the same way. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hope it, I hope it fucking, yeah. this is like the best game ever. Sure. No, I, I, to give you credit though, I, Absolutely see where you're I just worried about because it's been so long for that game. I absolutely see where you're coming from. Oh, fuck. I didn't think of this until right now, and I should have. I think I'm really rooting. This is, you're about to take my game. 
Okay, go. Go with first. No, no, no. You go. You go. I, I, I got a good one. I hope it comes the out. The fan this year. base needs it to be good, but I think there is a very good chance that it will really bum people out. Pokemon Legends. Okay, well, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a that's really a good, good one. one. I, but like flop is so misleading because yeah. like even if people are pissed, no, it's no, gonna no. be one of the highest selling it, games. It will sell <laughs> yeah. bucket loads. Even yeah, if yeah. There's cyberpunk levels of outrage. Yeah, it'll yeah. sell. And and again, we're not just talking about sales. We're talking about hype versus got reality. It. Got it. Yeah. And I think that that's where. Oh, it could I need go a good one. I need to change my answer too. Yeah. But I you know. should go first. Please tell me it comes out this year. Because I have no hope. Okay. Okay. Starfield. Starfield was one that I thought of, yeah. <laughs> Starfield. I absolutely... That's a fair, that's a fair this one, This is like some EVE Online, but like... No. Actually, nope. to nope. give you credit, I think out of everything <laughs> we have said thus far, <laughs> my gut tells me that Starfield is the most likely to be that moment. Mm, yeah. yeah. I, think, yeah. I think... Sure. I think it'll be okay. Like if they're designing, I don't think it's gonna be like this revolution. If the design it feels like Fallout Four or whatever, or yeah. Skyrim still from like all those years ago, where it still right. feels exactly the same. Yeah, I don't know. Like I think it'll be. Actually, I don't know because after seventy six, who the hell knows? Yeah. What's the one with uh, Mark Hamill? Is that Eve Online? Yeah, no, that was Wing Star Commander. Citizen. Wing Commander. Star Citizen. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. still a crazy Squadron Forty Two. That shit. I, I think so Brett is totally yeah. right where if we play Starfield and there's even that inkling of Fallout. Of 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 that creation engine. Yeah. Like it Like walking into a space station yeah. and just like looking in the corner and picking up like helium yeah. filaments. I don't know. I don't know. Like, come on. Man. I would I want I want it to be great. Of I want course, to be I, great. everyone wants it to be great. Uh, I think that's a great answer. My my new one that I think I'm I have more of a chance not delivering is Forspoken. Forspoken For is also one that I'm okay. pretty worried about this game, dude. I, I, why are people expecting anything better than a seven with this? Well, thing? I just think because like it's, we're gonna be swimming with it's Forspoken. a Square Enix game. It's a PS5 exclusive. Yeah, and swimming. depending on who you are, it's the Final Fantasy 15 team. So, that's right. So a little more investment there. I mean, it's Emmy Hennig's like game that's a game that she's written or co-written, true. and it's, she hasn't written a game that's come yeah. out in forever. True, true. Yeah, that, that needs to win. Yeah, we need to win there. Forspoken has this weird feeling for me where I see it and I'm just not enamored with it. I, yeah, I'm, it's well, not. It's not they, clicking. I think they had footage that came out and they took it down because oh. it wasn't great. Like, it wasn't running great. Obviously, the mm-hmm. game still got a ways to go. And the writing was, like, people were not into the writing, I remember. Good mocap. Yeah, for sure, yeah. <laughs> like, curious about it. Yeah. Want it to be great. That's a good pick. I want to enjoy it, but I'm just, like, mm, a little worried about it. Yeah, yeah. I I, I, had, I I had a similar feeling yeah. with Horizon Zero Dawn, and I ended up really liking ah, it a lot. So sure, Hopefully yeah. it is one of those situations. We'll have to see. Um, I was gonna say Forbidden West, but I think that is like it's gonna be good. I have zero doubts. Yeah, yeah, it'll be yeah, good. it'll be solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rift Apart. So. I think I think mm-hmm. I think the worst it's going to be is very solid. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that was good. Yeah. That's the worst. Yeah. That's, uh, that's oh, Forbidden West has a good sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. <laughs> uh, any others that we can <laughs> think of? I don't know. I feel like so much back half the year is just unknown. What do you think I about got uh, Gotham Knights? Do you think that has any chance? Oh, I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good too. I have a question. Just for throwing you. it out there. Yeah. 
can Battlefield turn it around in 2022? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Okay. Good. <laughs> this this industry is just so like I don't know the word that is coming fickle? to mind. No, well, fickle, yes, but like extended, like nothing dies. Like, yeah. like, and I, I've just seen this cycle over and over again, where there's a ton of outrage. And everyone, a ton of co- everyone com- collectively forgets about it. Somehow, everyone collectively remembers it yeah. in a year or two, and they're like. It's great. And yeah, then you'll get yeah. this pocket of people that are like, it was great the whole time. Yeah. I was there for the it's beginning. It's literally that same thing like, every single time. It's just like a program that yeah. is just running over and over and over again. Over and over again. Yeah. Over and over. What do you think about Stranger of Paradise? Oh. Is that this year? Yeah. Stranger of Paradise is Swimming. a hard... There's... I really <laughs> loved the demo. Mm-hmm. I'm not sitting here and saying it's the greatest game of all time. Right. But it's... Limp Biscuit absurdity <laughs> mixed with that type of combat. I think there is a zero mm-hmm. percent chance that I'm going to like it. I certainly don't think everyone is going to like right. it. Right. But uh, I think I think that's one where I've played it enough to. Yeah, like set I'm the in. Right, I've set the right I'm expectations. In. I think I'm in. Like yeah. hell yeah! But I wonder if people are like, "This sucks." Yeah. Oh, people are definitely yeah. going to say that it sucks. I'm going to like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's yeah. It's Neo. Final Fantasy. It's like cool. Yeah, yeah. no, it is. It's Neo Final Fantasy. Yeah, cool. It is what it is. Yeah. People are like, it's too dark. Yeah. The visuals. I liked the sounds. Yeah. And you would like crush the crystals. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I just wonder about that game. You know. Oh yeah, it's it's a weird game. It's like a I, I love little weird. Arc. I love little weird. Me too. Like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's gonna it's gonna be a weird game for sure. It is going to be. It's like one of those experiments. I think of like your. You're like Osiris Wrath, mm-hmm. where it finds that niche, people sing its praises, yeah. and you never no see one. another one yeah. ever again. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I, 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 like, I have no expectations of there being a second Stranger of Paradise mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Well, Square Enix, so who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Literally, who, who knows? knows? Yeah. <laughs> Anything can come back and will. Yeah. Do you remember how badass Lightning looked in Lightning Returns with Cloud's armor? Do you remember that? I do. Yeah. I saw that going soldier around. Uniform, soldier uniform? Yeah, yeah cool. dude. I think you should get the Buster Sword too, right? Yes. Yeah. Was that like a pre-order bonus? Yeah. Some shit like yeah, that, yeah. Was. I saw that going around online the other day. I don't know why. Um, this sizzle is brought to you by some wonderful shout-out to your patrons. Uh, I thought for this one, we'd just, you know, it's the first episode of 2022. Let's just be ourselves. Yeah. Just give it a normal shout-out. Mm. Uh, shout out to El Thanis, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, Caleb Togi Crawford, and Nick. Shout, shout out. out! Shout out! Thanks, Brad. Hmm? Uh, you brought one of those games where I'm like, oh fuck, it's so good, I need to get back to it, and that is Hitman Three. Mm. Yeah, delicious. Mm. Yeah, man. Uh, I I don't weapon. A- Hold on. Favorite weapon? No, first, right now, gun to the head. Weapon? Favorite weapon? What did? I, what was the favorite thing I killed someone with? I slammed someone like on a pin, I think, and that was like my favorite thing I did. <laughs> nice. Like their head in a pin. Hell yeah! I was yeah. like, oh shit, that was awesome. Hell yeah! Because it was just there. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, do you want to do this? I was like, yeah. Sick. Like okay. that hesitation. Cool. Cool. Google. Cool, cool. uh, Hitman. Dark Knight. I've yeah. only beaten one Hitman before, and that was Blood Money. I think. Good one. That's to beat. a good one to beat. <laughs> yeah. so, I didn't play a lot of this rebooted trilogy. I just play here and there with you guys on stream cool. or whatever. Yeah. But I was like, I gotta play Hitman this year. For God, he's like, I got to because yeah. it's Hitman. 
Great time, man. God. Just a damn good time going through this game. Man, so much fun in these levels. Jank, some jank here and there. And like the Hitman, Hitman's goofy. It's really goofy when you think about it. Like, it's not as serious as I thought it'd be like it just playing like the story's serious, but man, just Dropping going through these and yeah, and shit. these awesome locations, and it's just like figure it out. Hey, there's a ton of way to kill these people. There's a ton of like optional quest things you can kind of do that'll lead into it all. Like, just figure it out. Like playing through the I think if you're a person who doesn't like playing through missions a lot of times, you won't get the most out of this game. Right. To get the most out of this game, you gotta play these missions like three, four times to really mm-hmm. see everything. I think that, that's the most fun. But just the amount of options I had, I was a feeling as this killer stalking my prey. I was like, this is sick. I just love figuring this out and like fumbling my way through a mission than a kill. Like strangling someone someone sees me I'm like oh shit yes you're like shoot him in the head real quick probably one of my favorite things ever is in a hitman game getting caught moving a corpse yeah that is just yeah the best feeling like you're sometimes just, i love you're just like <gasps> yeah i love the uh the body found <laughs> yeah and yeah, it, like it doesn't happen immediately and yeah. you're just like oh shit that's yeah. all the way back there yeah, yeah it's like oh i didn't hide it well enough yeah I think just, like, the strength of the missions, though, has really carried me through this game. Yeah. Just, like, how different all of them were. They were, and I all felt, like, one, the first mission in, like, Dubai, and, like, huge building skyscraper. Oh, such a good mission. Push the guy, like, off the ledge, yeah. dude. That's I, such a good one. I loved that because one of the guys that you have to kill, it, he's, like, on this loop. And I just remember, like, going around and around and around being, like, what's the perfect mm-hmm. kill spot? Yeah. And it's, like, it's no wonder these games aren't bigger it's because they're so slow in this like yeah. wonderful way yeah you have like, to be slow and deliberate think about how many games where you're just like following a glowing arrow I right know. and you're just like through, and that's 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 okay but like in hitman it's just like i have to soak it in i have to find that mm-hmm. one window i have to you become really so familiar get in the space my immediate yeah surroundings yeah and just piece things together slowly but then like my favorite mission, which is the next one that everyone loves, is like the mansion. Oh, it's so with good. With the family. Oh, and it's so like good. you could you like could be a detective. One of or the like, best in the series history. Yeah, for like, sure. Disguise yourself as a detective and figure out this family mystery, like murder mystery, like putting together clues to everyone and questioning yeah. people is fucking awesome. Yeah. Or I could just go in there when they're all talking and shoot a chandelier and the kills them all. That <laughs> yes, I I had that exact <laughs> feeling. Where I was just like a snail going through that mission, yeah. inching my way along, and then I just have this opportunity where I'm like, she's under the chandelier. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, all that time was nothing. Like, yeah. it just got condensed down into yeah. this single choice in this moment. The, it was like, so good. Serial killer fantasy is uh, that level. Mm-hmm. Crawling through a bedroom window. Finding, finding like a hidden window. room. It's so disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's kind of more what I wanted out of Deathloop. Where, like, Deathloop, there's, like, a few things you could do, obviously, to, like, change it up. But, like, just, just, like, being in this space and really solving it all. Deathloop's, like, a completely different game. But just, like, figuring these things out, putting the piece together, watching them line up really satisfying. Mm-hmm. Brad, I, Brad, I think you're 100% right. Because, like, the difference between Deathloop and Hitman is, like, in Deathloop... Deathloop, you're just like, boom, 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 boom. No, you get, you get a silenced weapon in Deathloop, and it's Shoot like, well, I yeah. guess I'm good. Yeah. Like, I, I guess, the I guess the that's game. the yeah. whole game. That's the whole game, yeah. I, um, whereas in Hitman, it's like, pulling out a weapon is such a... Choice. A, it's a choice. Yeah, no. it's such a gamble. Yeah. It is yeah. a gamble. Yeah. Killing an innocent. 
yeah is a gamble i really like that you know the score you get because it's like you do well and you can unlock new stuff for that mission to make it Mm-hmm. Feel different, like start yeah. in a different area with a different costume, and or you know, can hide a weapon there or something, and you can carry everything all the way through. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, like Hitman One, Two, Three, you can build your yeah. arsenal. Yeah, it's super cool, man. I will say though, and this is this isn't a criticism. I think it contributes to everything that we're talking about. There are a few games that can make you feel like you're bad at games yeah, the way Hitman sure, does. Sure. Like when you fuck up an assassination, yeah. and you're just Botch. like, you just have that moment where you're standing there, and they're yeah. like. Hey! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the last, uh, what are they called? Elusive Target we did when we streamed mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? looking at the TV. <laughs> there was like a TV. Yeah, you I was like, oh, what TV. are they watching? And then it's like, hey! <laughs> Shit, dude! Fail. Oh, but I think yeah. that's great because the environments are so enthralling yeah. where you want to explore everything. I wanted to see every inch of all these spaces I was yeah. in. Well, and it's not just like you're moving around to different like chessboards. Yeah, you get different little stories depending on where. Yeah, you, you can like learn a little so more sick. about this area or these characters right here, and yeah. it's like, man, it's super good. Mm-hmm. Got me really excited for their GoldenEye game or their Bond game they're gonna do eventually. Yeah, like I imagine it'll be different. Hitman, it'll be different, a l- but even a little more action. Yeah, it will be because like action. the shootouts in Hitman. They're like are they're, poor. They're poor. They're, they're not poor. great. They're poor. They're not about the, the game. gunplay is not the best part yeah, of the game at it, all. It's poor. It's 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 whatever. It, it's serviceable, but it's poor. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you, and <laughs> I, I don't want to make the argument. It's like it's bad on purpose, but I I think that's actually a criticism that you can apply to Deathloop, where it's like I can be so accurate and so lethal, and these guns are so good mm-hmm. that I feel like I'm kind of circumventing cooler options. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where like yeah, well, because yeah. nothing's a threat in that game except Juliana. Yeah. Right. Right. So in Hitman, it's like if guns were like super amazing, yeah, yeah. then I don't think and I would dude, be. And dude, a silenced pistol shot is pretty satisfying. Yeah, yeah. I just, just think... like someone's walking and you're just like, pew. I think Ben, just the feeling of gunplay in that game is not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. The feeling. Feeling, feeling. Where it's like yeah. I don't, I don't want to do it because yeah. it's not good. Yeah, <laughs> like I just want to avoid it. Like I'll it's do a headshot very... every now and then, but mm-hmm. it's very there's an awkwardness to yeah, it. Yeah, it's a little yeah. awkward. I mean, I would say the same about like. The melee scuffles are like throwing yeah, things. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just you know, think, throwing an axe into somebody's head. That's though. really fun. <laughs> just yeah. that, like, <laughs> there's something so video gamey about it. I just, I can't describe. I think, it. I can't describe it. The, I can't like describe my it. favorite parts of that game is you're like you're talking with your target, like the target, and you're like undercover. And you get these moments of like, I could do this kill right now. I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should Yeah, maybe I should wait a second. There's a guard right there. Yeah. yeah. And you yeah. get like this rush of like, yeah. fuck, what should I do? Like guard turns, you're like, you got yeah. we do it now. You're like, yeah. push you off the ledge. You're just like, get the fuck out. You're just walk you, real you, calm, but do you guys ever run into the moment like where you try to abuse coins and it's like, okay, ding, I got him there. Another one, let's try to let's try <laughs> oh, to like yeah. corral so them over yeah. to like one yeah. specific the spot. The AI could be really dumb, but we talked about this like sometimes, you know, if the AI is too good, then people right. won't have fun. It's such a perfect balance. Yeah, it is. Of it's like you are in total control, but you cannot make a mistake still. You have total I control. I certainly don't feel like it's easy. No, by any means, no, yeah. no. Like, if you, you want to be like, 
Yeah. You want to get through super clean, no, yeah. you can make the, a lot of mistakes. They're just smart enough to keep you on your toes. You know, it's not super punishing where yeah. it's like you can't do anything, mm-hmm. but it's also not like Far Cry where you can shoot somebody in the next room yeah. or like be crouching next to someone. Like it's really it's it's a really nice mm-hmm. balance. I think it threads the needle better than like most, if not all, stealth games. Like I think there are just an appropriate number of barriers, whether it's mm-hmm. A locked door or, like, people that can see through your disguise or a security camera, mm-hmm. you know, or, or like, bodyguards that are with the person the whole time. It's like they have all these things where it's like, sure, maybe the AI isn't brilliant, but they're still efficient. You, there's still, like, things that you have to dispose mm-hmm. of to even really mm-hmm. kill somebody. Yeah. And if you care about the score, too. That's, yeah, that's yes. the score. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I absolutely do. I, I haven't been able to, like hit that part where I'm like, I'm just going to run through. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't. Quick sign on assassin. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa. Professionals. But yeah, it's super cool. Like the game telling you how many cool things you could do. Like those challenges. Like one was like, push Maybe the guy off the ledge or yeah. have him get electrocuted or something or have this guy hit a golf ball that explodes. It's just like really fun the, uh, stuff grape, you want to do. The grape crusher with the, the wine. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah, 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 There's yeah, so yeah. many fun <laughs> kills to do in this game. Just the last level I think a step back. Yeah. Mm. We mean here had this same yeah. thing we talked about. It's it's not what I wanted the final level of no. Hitman to be. It's different and I appreciate it, but yeah. didn't really work for me. Agreed. I was trying to think about my collective Hitman experience and I was like, maybe I was a little bit sloppier in Blood Money or what was the one after Blood Money? Absolution. Maybe I was a little bit sloppier in Absolution. So like maybe I haven't always been Silent Assassin, but I feel like with the more yeah. recent Hitman games I've tried to be. Blood Money, dude. Silent Assassin all day. Blood Money, Blood Money was my first, God. like, playing all the way through this mm-hmm. Hitman game, and it was magical. Yeah. It was magical. Just a damn good time. Really fun. Awesome, dude. Um, and how clean is it, just to end on that note, how yeah. clean is it to the, when you get Hitman 3, just the whole package, right? You can buy the whole you, thing you together. You click the story, you know, and you just, all the levels are there, mm-hmm. all laid out, the the... All the challenges of each level, all the weapons you can earn throughout, mm-hmm. like the progression now with the entire franchise just like at your fingertips. Not yeah. franchise, but the, the this trilogy. Just well, yeah. So excellent. I, it's it's like buying a steak and getting a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Like, it really is. Yeah. If you have not delved into the Hitman trilogy, yeah, it's just all, all there. You're not living mm-hmm. your best yeah, life. Yeah, get in you're there. Not living I your best life. I think though, just if you're gonna play this game, you have to be a person who enjoys replaying the levels mm-hmm. and experimenting. Because yeah. like, if or you, if you go through all three, I mean, you, that's yeah, a big all chunk. three. But like, you gotta pay more. It's, you you don't have to buy them all. Yeah, stuff. you have to yeah. buy them separate. But yeah. it's like. The game's strength is replaying these missions and discovering new things. Because, like, Mm -hmm. the Hitman 3's got, like, six levels or whatever. Yeah. It's not a ton, but they're really fun. You could do a lot in them. Yeah. Um, Yeah, you probably did an hour each, right? Yeah. Two hours each. Get through pretty quick if you just do it Like, if you just, like, shoot people, you're like, I just want to beat it. You know? You won't get the most out of it. That's why it's such a good... uh, I, I love the levels because it's such a good, like... You do one level and you're satisfied, mm-hmm. you know, whether you play it once or twice, like yeah. each night. That's how I kind of treated it when I played it. It was just like, dude, do one bit. Like, this is the, this is what I'm doing tonight. You mm-hmm. know, I'm playing this big mission and just getting there, you know? Yeah. I Like, there's so many cool things that you can do in Hitman, but I think it's a sign of a really remarkable game where it's like, okay, how am I just going to take out this one enemy mm-hmm. in this open area? Yeah. And it's like... 
it doesn't even feel like there's that much going on, but I have to be so careful because mm-hmm. being seen fucks everything up. Yeah. That like I love that if you can make that level of intensity in the most basic encounter, I, I think that's super yeah. cool. Um, this next game, I'm going to be leaning on Huber uh, because he is the most experienced with it, but we're actually all going to be talking about it because we all had some experience with it over break, and that is Fortnite. Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Bet you didn't see that coming. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. I have, I have been pretty steadfast on not. I have no. I feel like I've never had hatred yeah. towards Fortnite, but I've just I've always been like it's not my thing. I've never pressured you to play. No, because if you were bitter and hated it, I would pressure you more. No, I feel you're, no bitterness. You're, the reason I never even like asked you to play much is because yeah. every time it was brought up, you're just like, ah, it's not for me. Yeah, and that's <laughs> nothing personal. That's mm-hmm. how I felt. Yeah, so I was like, oh okay, C- can't argue that. Yeah, like, <laughs> but I I went home. My my sister, who's 18 years younger than I am, is. Super into it, so she's fourteen Sad. years old, and yes. um, she's loving it. She, yeah, it's her. It's, I. She has not told me it's her favorite game, but I feel like she plays it a lot. And so I was like, yeah, maybe I'll get into it. And I saw <laughs> Spider Man No Way Home, and I really like that. And it's like they're doing all this cool Spider Man stuff. And it was like before I knew it. Yeah. Before I knew it, I was in, and I had yeah. like just downloaded it on the Switch to play with her. And then we were Christmas fucking day, and I'm. Playing the Switch on handheld mode, and she's playing on the TV, and I'm just having the time of my life. So sick. And I think duos, part of it, right? Yeah, duos. Duos is so fun, Ben. So mm-hmm. here's what I want to talk to you about so as a Fortnite, as a relative Fortnite noob. I've yeah. played a little bit in the past, but as a relative Fortnite noob, there was a we did we got two victory royals back to back, and I was like. These have to be bots. There's, like, there's bots. no way they're bots. not bots. And it, we, we would encounter things where I'm like, you're just sta- – like you have to be bot. And so it's like, yeah. what is the process like for mm-hmm. – how does that filter yeah. out? How much is there? How many people are we playing that are bots? I feel like there's a lot going on in the back end that we don't know about because one thing that's that it doesn't even tell you about is like rest. You know, in an MMO when you don't play and you mm-hmm. some rest. Mm. You wait. There's rest XP. There in is. It? Yeah. It doesn't even that. tell. It doesn't even tell you. It doesn't even tell you. You'll get like supercharged right. if you don't play for a while. Okay. Yeah. You'll be playing and you're like, oh, supercharged. Why? It was like, oh, rest. Like, there's some things it doesn't tell you, and I do find myself when I don't play for a while or when I'm dying a lot or losing a lot. Like, then all of a sudden, I will start to see more bots. Yeah. Match so I really food. feel like if you don't win for a while, if you don't play for a while, if you don't win for a while. I think your games are, are getting some more bots. So it it was something that ended up being a very good thing yeah. because it did it did two things. It allowed me to play with my little sister yes. in a way that I felt like we could actually like just yeah, have fun and cool. talk with each other. I liked that. Yeah. But then I'm just I'm with her and she's like, oh yeah, there's the Daily Bugle. And I'm like bouncing around the Daily Bugle. <laughs> yeah, and we're I mean... going to like the secret base and some agent looking dude is talking to me after I pick up a tape and I'm just like there's just so much shit to explore we're driving around a racetrack and I just I I, honestly what it felt like Huber is it felt like I was going into new zones in an MMO that's exactly what it felt like and I'm like I'm just having fun walking around yeah it's a good world just to be in and I I love that feeling of it that's same same that's why I play because how many times too are you like oh what what was the cool Overwatch map? The Blizzard one, Blizzard World. Was that it's what like it's oh called? Blizzard World or whatever. Yeah. It's like oh I just want to explore and look around or like 
fucking Call of Duty maps are so cool sometimes where it's like, dude, I just want to look around, but it's like, that's not this game. You know, this is Call of Duty. You're not stopping and looking at things. And it's like, half the time in Fortnite, Ben, yeah, I'm just like, oh, what's this cool thing I've never been to? Like, oh, what's this cool, like, cabin in the woods? Like, that stuff, that exploration. And I just feel like there is so much... It's, it's like insane how much is crammed into that game that I don't think, I think if you've been playing constantly, maybe it doesn't feel like that, but like as a new player, mm-hmm. it's just like, okay, there's this portal that you can go into, <laughs> you know, like the, the webs being scattered around. Yeah. My sister was like, oh, you can get a sentinel from Matrix as like your yes, glider. And I was like, dude. that's fucking sick. You know, and for free, that was a good free one. Yeah, it man, was. It was. it's so crazy how quickly your brain can turn from like, oh, might as well, because I'm like, I'm having a good time. I really want that uh, symbiote Black Spider-Man suit. Yes, dude. Battle Pass is only nine bucks. Might as well. Might as well. You know, and it's might just like well. you just how quickly you get, get down to that, that point. <laughs> That's what happened to me. Because my sister was like, yeah, you get V bucks back on the Battle Pass. Yeah. I'm like, all right. We play, <laughs> so we play with our friend Alex Grumbaum. Yeah, we've been doing trios and. They were talking about the battle pass, like quests and shit, yeah. and I was like, well, might as well get it. My, might, might as well as buy as well it. it. Might as well just get it. Nine bucks, whatever, yeah. just buy it. And then I had this really good feeling over the over the break, because it's like, obviously, Fortnite has become my favorite Christmas game now. Like, just the All holiday the vibes. Going into the cabin. It's unbelievable. It's un- just the whole, Unraveled the Christmas lights Save everywhere. This one for last. Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah, it is. It's really cool. Uh, but then, for the very first time, I don't, I don't like giving Epic credit here but like for once i saw their vision of the metaverse you know how they've been hyping this up and everyone is like shut the hell up i watched boba fett night one the show immediately when it was over dropped in as boba fett yeah and there was just this feeling Mm -hmm. this feeling that i had not had before where i was like yeah this is awesome. <laughs> this is, I was like, this feeling right here, this is ma- this is a magical feeling. So that's that's I something liked that feeling that I want to talk about. Not necessarily in terms of the metaverse, but yeah. is is crazy and frankly unprecedented. Yeah. Uh, where like you'll have games do crossovers that are that get a lot of attention. I think of Mortal Kombat Smash. or just NetherRealm in general. Yeah. Right. But they like are of a particular vein, mm-hmm. and you'll get mobile games that will do more contemporary things. Whereas Fortnite is just such this, such an overwhelming player where like whatever is going on in pop culture in that moment, yeah, said Fortnite. There's there's a Fortnite crossover for it, and if they feel like it, there will be things just like Naruto and Alien, yeah. just like happening. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so it's just like it it is nonstop. It's nonstop. And they're like, hey, do you want to watch this cool sick promo for this Boba Fett crossover we have one right my, before the show comes out? One of my favorite things you ever said, Ben, and I think it applies the most ever to Fortnite. It feels important. Well, it does. It does. <laughs> it feels important. Yeah, it really does. Because of how it's immortal. Like, it just... It's this machine that f- it feels like it's getting connected to everything. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I just like, like celebrities are getting and Kratos. Yeah. like it's it's just like, yo, there's not a new God of War right now. Like, right. but I can I can scratch this Kratos itch, mm-hmm. and I know it's just a skin, but like, right. I'm playing as Kratos right now, and of course I have a shotgun. It's really weird, but mm-hmm. like, you drop that part of it, and it's like, yo, I'm I'm still Kratos right now, and it feels feels good. Um. 
so just to emphasize the point, though, like if a new Marvel versus Capcom game came out, mm-hmm. okay, and they were like, I'm, I'm just spitballing here, but if they were like, Master Chief is in it, that would get a lot of attention. Yeah. That'd be very exciting. It's like not For, that big of a deal. It's like, in uh, Fortnite, Fortnite already did it, and Fortnite yeah. will get Master Chief and then get Ariana Grande. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the, the the spectrum that it covers yeah. is fucking Fortnite. Insane. And the skins though are just skins, but I do like that sometimes with the maps, depending on the season, they will add an element mm-hmm. to make it a little more. So now they have the, the Spider Man, the Daily Bugle, mm-hmm. web. Oh shooters, my god, the web the shooters season. are so fun! The web shoot- so fun, Brad. I'm They're so glad so you brought it up. Freaking fun! I lost my shit. It's unbelievable. Oh my how god, good they are. It is no business. Them. It is no business it's being so that good. So much fun. It has no business yeah. being that good. Yeah, it's so you good. I played. Oh ben, god. have you played it as? I like this game. Please don't think I'm I'm kicking it while it's down. Did you play as Spider-Man at all in Avengers? No, I okay. did play a little bit of Avengers, but I have not played as okay. Spider-Man yet. No. Like, Fortnite Spider-Man is so much more fun than this entire Avengers oh, game. Yeah. That mm. was, it's about the Avengers, and it's like... Just this thing in Fortnite is yeah, more fun. Dude, last year there was lightsabers, Ben. Yeah, oh, light. I did. Oh okay, dude, I did that a little bit. So Mando, Mandalorian's rifle. Full, oh my god, yeah. I did not do that. Yeah, it was like, like a one shot and yeah, it was like boom. Yeah, it was so one cool. shot, but you'd have to reload. Oh, reminds me of Jedi Knight Jedi Academy. You know that rifle where you yes. charge it up and, yeah, it's, and it's the, the, the disintegration. Dude. So good. Yes. It's funny you bring yeah. up Marvel vs. Capcom because that's already in Fortnite. It's already in. <laughs> they're just there. Yeah. It, they're yeah. all there. Yeah, they are. They're, they're all there. there. Uh, I want to get Ben's opinion on this big time mm-hmm. because we're talking about the aesthetics and the quest and everything. Brad said something the other night that made me feel good. Mm. We were talking about Fortnite. He's getting into it. And he goes, Yo, Fortnite, like, at its base, though, mechanically, mm-hmm. is fun mm-hmm. and really yeah. freaking good. He's like, Dude, this game is, like, actually yeah. good. There's a high, high skill cap high in skill, that game. Yeah. What do you think about, because, you know, a lot, there's a lot of divisiveness with building. A lot of people just aren't into building. What are your thoughts on just the combat encounters, the building, the shooting, yeah. the balancing? What do, you, what do you just think about, like, the competitiveness of it? Yeah, I'm still uh, a little hatchling in <laughs> the course, Fortnite world. Course. You know, it's not it's not something like Dead by Daylight where I've just put so much time into it, or even Halo where I've put so much into that time into it where it's like, okay, I think I can really analyze this. I'm not at that point with Fortnite, but from my hatchling perspective, <laughs> I, I was like that. I was like, I don't like building. I've told people that. I'm just like, I don't like the building. I don't like the building. But now messing with it, it's like they make it so fucking easy yeah, it's so, where it's just yeah. like, you want to build a ramp, you hit A and Z. I was playing on Switch. You hit A and Z, L, and it's just like, boom, you do it. And so it's like, I'm not I'm not a building master. I can't mm-hmm. materialize <laughs> yeah. a, a, People a materialize. with windows yeah. and everything around it. <laughs> yeah. But like, and I think this touches on the, the broader point where it's like every little basic thing that is in Fortnite is a breeze. It's like... To do well, you don't necessarily need to have the best weapons or know what the best weapons are. It's just like, are you good with the shotgun? Yeah. Like that's a big you. That's a, that's like mm-hmm. your first yeah. thing to clear. Is like, yeah. are you good with a shotgun? Yeah. And so I think, unlike some other battle royale games where I'm like sweating the the, the like attachments that I have and yeah. and that sort of thing, Fortnite I think simplifies things in a way where. Anybody can kind of get into it, mm, and yeah. it's like, can you can you hit this person or not? Yeah. Um, and I, gray, I like you're good. Yeah, I like that kind of black and whiteness about it. Uh, but also, 
the more you play, the mm-hmm. more you see yeah. like, yeah. oh, this is what you're supposed to do in this situation. Or like, this is how you, what I'm trying to say is like, this is how you build the defense. Or yeah. like, uh, my sister was like, don't, oh, somebody trapped, like they left the loot on the ground. They left it as like a trap. And it's like, <laughs> those types of mind games and things yes. I think are, That's are fun. really mind interesting. I, I, one of my favorite things right now is I love being in a building and hearing the clip, 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 It's so scary, And you're like, do I engage them? Do I not engage them? It's so freaky. But just everything, like, I was like, oh, how do I change items out of my inventory? And my sister told me, and it's like, okay, boom, got it. Like, yeah, and it's just, they, there's this efficiency to everything that I really love. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, there's a smoothness to mm-hmm. it. It's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. I think the game, or the thing that pushes game over the edge for me, where I was like, dude, this is really good, is the quests. Yep. The quests are really good. They're really good. And they, like, when I play now, it's not like, yes, I want to win, but there's also so much for me to do. Yeah, and it's like, oh, yeah. which quest am I doing? Yeah, yeah, and it's like, they're easy to understand, and they're simple to, like, grasp and do I guess but like actually getting it done can be a challenge at times and it's not like this is an unfair comparison but like when I think of like Halo you know your challenge is on it it's like win this mode or some shit where it's like well I hope I get this mode kind of thing like that in Fortnite I'm like I have this goal and I could go for it pretty easily immediately pretty much yeah I I mostly agree I think the other thing with Fortnite that is as a hatchling is kind of overwhelming is it's not just like you have you know your dailies or weeklies it's like Okay, you have your dailies, but then you also have this like Winterfest quest, mm-hmm. and then you have characters that you have quests for. Yeah, and I think just trying to process everything and and keep it there can be a little bit difficult. For sure, yeah. But I mean, jumping in definitely. I do think there's part of the onboarding process that's really good because there are like milestones as well, which mm-hmm. are cool. So it's like anything that I'm doing, yeah, getting you can just there. ignore those. Because they just happen. Yeah. Do you get experience for that? Yep. Okay. Those milestones. Yeah. Um, yep. I also, like, there were a bunch of quests where it's just like, okay, just discover regions of the map. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that, that means every time I play, I'm going to drop into a place. However, Filling like, I got a map. daily quest where it was like, you know, it was, it was a basic quest. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to over-exaggerate it. But it was just like, get, like, five pistol kills or something. God. And it's yeah. like, I There's a I lot guess. of, like, filler dailies, basic yeah. daily yeah. ones, but yeah. there's, like, the event ones the or more enthralled. And it's like, discover this secret location or some right. shit like that. I'm like... Oh, that's cool. Like, makes me want to explore everything and yeah. like, discover this world. Yeah, for sure. Um, One thing I do love is it's a free-to-play game. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know it's one of the most popular things ever. And, like, just the mere mention of it triggers people and gets people riled up because yeah. with any big mm-hmm. popular thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what I love about it is that, like, you can leave it Anytime you want and just jump in whenever. Like it's so easy to put down for months at a time and then dive in for a couple drops. Like it's so pick up and play in the short term. But if you want to get invested in that battle pass and the insane long term, you can. It gives you whatever you want out of it. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the main reasons I always go back to it and love it. I can jump in solo. I can jump in duos, trios, four people, like whenever, wherever. So it's just such an inviting and and easy to get in and get out game. Two things that I want to throw at you Mm -hmm. um, just to, I guess, push against that a little bit is I I don't believe you can go back to old battle passes, right? No. Um, Which I I personally like. Mm. 
Because well, it does make the current season that you're playing right. on so meaningful. Like, if you want Spider-Man, you better be playing this season. You so, better be playing. Yes. I I see that side of it, and, mm-hmm. I, and I agree to a certain extent. But as somebody who's, like, just entering the waters of it, mm-hmm. when I get into something, it's like... I. Sometimes I feel like resistance where I'm, if I have the feeling of, man, I've already missed so much. Like, maybe it's too late for me, you know? No. Like, you had that with Animal Crossing, right? Where yeah, you're like, true. I, you know, I missed the boat. Yeah. Like, and that's how I feel with Fortnite, where it's like, man, there's so many hype things that I've just missed. Fresh seasons, baby. Yeah. And that's cool, but I still am pushing against that feeling sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And that can be frustrating. The yeah. other thing that I was worried about is, you know, you, die that's the end of the game it's not like a multiplayer game where you respawn and so it's like if i'm playing duos or whatever with anybody i because it's like i don't know what i'm doing as well i i hate the feeling of letting others down Mm. um just survive yeah 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 no it's just reboot cards (laughs) right yeah there are reboot cards and so i think that that is something with br where i just i just don't want to like Sure, I get Let it. Let people down. I get you it. Know? Your team, though, yeah. live and die together. Oh yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, fuck. No, Ducks definitely. Fly together. That, yeah. You can overcome it, but I think it's just a feeling in general where. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that like diminishes over time, though. Sure. The more you play, because yeah. I used to yeah. feel like that more. I used to get like more nervous when I would like be in an encounter. Like yeah. my heart would just be like. Oh yeah. Once you're like final three, final yeah, four. I'm like, oh yeah. shit! Like yeah. I still get like excited, but it's like I yeah. mellowed out more final one-on-one for the win yeah so it's always and so it's intense. like you know we some freaks we've gotten like, wins we've <laughs> gotten second a bunch of times it's just like, Man, yeah, okay i get second so often yeah, <laughs> we, yeah bots are <laughs> not the genuine joy that my sister and i had when we would get a victory out. right it's great yeah. yeah yeah that's awesome dude you're playing it. yeah that's cool. cool yeah and it's just man i just it's like ah, oh, there's fishing poles i haven't even gone fishing, fishing yet. so fun you I can hunt fishing. animals like it's just you can tame them I didn't, you, I didn't know you could tame so them. So if you kill one, it'll drop meat. You yes. pick up the meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've gotten the meat. Okay, when you see another one, if you throw the meat down, it'll go to eat the meat. And you, it's very tricky. But if you throw the meat down, you have to crouch up behind them while they're occupied with the meat. And you hold. A little icon will pop up, and it's like tame. And it has to fill up before Do you they, ride it? No, it'll be like your companion though, and it'll That's like so attack sad. people. Yeah, yeah. like have you have you used the and chicken? Wolf. Like you can glide with like Zelda. No. Yeah, no, so like you pick up chicken. a chicken you and just, glide with yeah. it. My friend told me something that blew my mind that like had never known. He's I was like, guy, I never have any gold because now they do a gold currency where it's like yes. meta progression. Yes, yes, yes. So gold will carry over from match to match. It's the one thing that carries over, and it's not. I love it because it's not pay to win or it's not imbalanced it's like yo if you play a shitload you're gonna have some more gold which helps but like it can only take you so far and things are really expensive but he was like yo there's more gold in beds and couches and i was like what and now i'm like smashing every bed and couch and i'm a guy all this gold i was like i never never knew that just all these little like secrets that people tell each other there are things that i'm running into that i don't fully appreciate yet like i'm running into npcs and i'm like yeah. i talk to them and they offer me a weapon that i can buy and that's yeah cool. but they I... offer like good cheap weapons versus okay. the vending machine or you can hire them as as say, it's kind of the same as a wolf you can hire okay. them and they'll follow you around 
there's there's fabricators where you can upgrade mm-hmm. weapons, and maybe this is just the way that I play, but it's like I never even have close the materials that I need. Yeah, upgrading upgrade. so expensive, and it's just like stupidly expensive, right? And so I'm like, I don't know that I'll ever yeah. do this. Yeah, it's cool if like you kill someone, and they had a bunch of stuff you yeah. can use that, sure. but it's a, it's a rare thing. Yeah, something that I did want to bring up. That I love because we were, you were talking about like design and, and mechanics. Something that I think is genius, mm-hmm. and the thing that is really engaging me from match to match are the chess. I think the chess are utterly There's, brilliant to crack them open. Yeah, no, everything about them because it just it just completely shapes how you approach that game. Yeah. So you're like, okay, let's go loot over there, yes. and you hear that sound. Wee. Yeah, the wee. It's so dopamine, dude. And you're just like, where is it? And sometimes it's just right out in the open. Other times you feel like a prospector digging for it Mm -hmm. and you find it. Yes, dude. I love that when you open it, it it strikes this perfect balance of like, you know, sometimes not being useful and never being like, feel like they're not insane, usually. I don't know. But like sometimes you'll get something and you're like, oh man, that was really cool. And so you Some feel purple will pop out. Yeah. And they're they're kind of like all over the place, but there also doesn't feel like there's too many of them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um and it can make even like mundane locations yes. pretty exciting. Like you just go and there's like this little watchtower. Yeah. And you're like, I would probably ignore this, but I heard that. <laughs> and so I think that aspect of the game is brilliant. That's Love sick. it. Yeah. Hell yeah. The Rock's coming in a month, dude. We'll play. But he's an original character? He's one of the main characters in the lore I now. have so much to I learn about the lore. Because I got... I don't even really know. I don't even really know I got this. Having. I got this wallpaper, and it was like this samurai <laughs> digital yeah, yeah, yeah. guy. Yeah. I was like... This must be a thing. You know, I have no, I have yeah. no, no idea. No, these are like new. Each battle pass is yeah. usually new people. The main lore thing is that we're in a we're in a loop. The every battle royale is like a time loop thing. Mm. There's like some time shit, but and like people want to control the loop, the factions. That's really all okay. I know. Dude, to the get, extent. Did you get Ryu? I haven't. Damn. Um, no, Someone beat my ass the other day. They killed me as Ryu, and they had the Street Fighter II arcade cabinet on the back of them, and you can hear it like, it's one just of carry things, around the cabinet, man. It's, it's one of those things, like, I feel like the slightest poke, and you could get me, but I'm Next just, time it's in the shop, dude. I, I think I'm just purposely having a little bit of tunnel vision where I'm like, okay, I just want to level up the battle pass. Yeah. I just want... The symbiote suit for Spider-Man, and like I'm focusing on that. Mm-hmm. I haven't gone, cause like you know you reach levels of of obsession yes. where you're like, like I don't know about this thing. Okay, I like this thing. I'm gonna keep playing it. Okay, I like this thing. I'm gonna go for this goal that I made for myself. Yeah, and then it's like all in <laughs> every day. Get everything. You know. Yeah. So you, I, we're. We're cranking the wheel. Hell right yeah. Now. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how far it goes. Um, They'll get you one day. I'm playing. I'm dropping already, the night. I'm in the process like, of being got. I'm dropping at 1240 a.m. Yeah. the second Boba Fett ends. I'm <laughs> dropping. So if you're there, I will be there. I'm not even kidding. 1240 he sharp. Texted it. You're yeah. like two in the morning. <laughs> and he's like 2 a.m. drop. Yeah. Anyone? Yeah. <laughs> It's like, nah, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> <I'm asleep. laughs> no, I love that. Because I'm usually up extremely late. I know. Our group thing is just like, drop, 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 drop. Uh, last game that we're going to talk about, and I was saying this before the show, 
Uh, I only got to play an hour of it roughly this morning, but I feel like in that hour I saw so much. I have so much to talk about. And it's one that, Brad, you've been really championing. Mm. And that is Death's Door. Yeah. door, yes. And I feel yes. very similar to Inscription, where yes. it was like, oh, man, everyone was telling me this is good. I'll, I got to be sure to get to it. Mm-hmm. And now that I've got it, it's like this game was made for me. Oh, you my know? God, dude. It's, One of my favorites of the year, Ben. It's so No question. Good. No question. Because I was, I was, as I was playing it, I was thinking about it, and I was like, oh. Okay, here's all the things that I like. Is there anything I don't like? Yeah. Uh, not really. Like, maybe there's this one thing, but then that went away immediately. It was like, I, I, I don't know what to criticize, yeah. you know, and it's only been uh, an hour, and I, I good think... Good music. It, yeah, really good. I wanted to bring that up. <laughs> the the music, I was, you know, playing on the PC, <laughs> headphones on, the music yeah. was so serene. Yes. It was, it was beautiful. <laughs> a lot like Inscription, I feel like this game is done a disservice when you talk about it, because... Fundamentally, you can say it's like Zelda and Dark Souls, and I feel like that kind of puts this generic image in your brain that really doesn't do this game justice, because although that is true, it undercuts the entire craft of this game. Like, the, the premise is so great where you're this grim reaper character and you're going, you're collecting souls and you lost one. So you know need to go get these giant souls to open up this death door and the characters that you run into, you run into this guy, he's he's this knight and this witch has turned his head pothead. into a pot of, yes. it's called pothead, pothead. and he's got this, he's called pothead and he, <laughs> he has a pot of soup and when he like bows to greet you the soup falls out yeah. and you're just like this is fucking magical yeah. it's so good uh it's it's just it's it's whimsical and fun and light but like the the design the design is is unreal where like you'll go through an area and it will there's no map and I feel like I love you know you can you can't yeah. see like that mm-hmm. much of a place at once, but at any point in the screen, you have somewhere to dart off that feels meaningful, but doesn't like necessarily take you on a super extended path. It might be just like you go off and you find some extra souls that you can mm-hmm. use for upgrading. There, I, there's one that I love where I'm like, how do I get to that thing? And it's like, oh, I can go into the bushes mm-hmm. and and grab something and. It does tell you the base mechanics of the game. It runs through, like, the charge attack and and that sort of stuff. But by and large, this game's overwhelming principle is figuring out through gameplay and to purposefully keep the gameplay simple, right? Like, you describe a basic enemy, and it's like, okay, it'll roll, and then it'll hit something, and then when it's down, you go and you hit it. Not that complex on its own, but when you have pots that can explode that do damage, you have ranged damage dealers, you've got other dudes coming in to try to melee you, it's like, okay, how do I disassemble this and what do I Mm -hmm. think about and, like, do I want to try to use a ranged attack or do I want to get up close? And it's just, it's, it is just simple gameplay brilliant. It's so good. So excellent. Yeah. I feel like you wanted to say something. Did no, just the something? music. The music no. is great. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Did you meet the big crow man? The big crow? Did yeah, you, you did. I are you talking about the, the, the like elder crow? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah cool. He's great. Just the design, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where I'm like, you just look freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was really, 
reminded of Hollow Knight. Uh, yes. And I think I think if you like a lot of the principles that Hollow Knight is built on, I think much of that carries over into uh, Death's Door, mm-hmm. where it has really cool characters and this really captivating world, but it doesn't feel the need to, like, spit it out at you. Mm-hmm. You just sort of feel like you have these nice, natural encounters mm-hmm. uh, with things. Which Same is really kind cool. of a somber tone as Hollow Knight yeah. uh, mm-hmm. as well. T- somber, tone somber sure. but not... Not, yeah. not too it's sad. Like just bleak. A it's not somber. bleak. Just no, a little yeah. somber. Yeah. Melancholic. Yeah. Yeah, just a tad. Yeah. Yeah. And um Yeah, I there are little changes that I like. And so when you die, you don't lose the souls that you've collected. But I also feel like killing enemies doesn't net you that much. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a nice way of mm-hmm. balancing it out. It doesn't feel like when you play like a, a Souls game, I feel like I I sort of have to like prepare myself, you know, like like yes. I'm going into the fray. It doesn't quite have that feeling. It's a little to more it. breezy. Yeah, it's a little bit more breezy. It feels like <laughs> it's nowhere it near feels, as hard as a Souls game. I, I feel like it's it feels like Zelda with the, some more teeth. Yeah. Sure, yeah, is, is what it feels. Sure, like two like D Zelda almost. Yeah, yeah, and. My only criticism ever of the whole game was that it was a little too easy for me in the sure. end. Sure. That was it. That's the only fault I can give it. Because even if you try to do some like true ending stuff, it was like, oh, maybe that's where the challenge is. And it's like, no. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, there's no unlockable difficulty. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I, I would have liked just a little more challenge. But other than that, like, that's it. That's the only nitpick I can give it. I haven't gotten there yet because i i think i'm just still acclimating to the game like the tutorial boss i was just like i just wasn't used to the feeling it's like mm-hmm. okay i died yeah then got through it the second time and now i'm getting to a point where i feel confident yeah. in combat and so i'm curious maybe i will feel that way at the end of the game uh but right now it, it feels good and i think it's because that there isn't an easy way for health to come back yeah, that I like Those where potted plants. You can go through the desk door back to kind of your agency, and uh, you'll get health back. But then, it, this didn't happen at first, but now enemies are respawning, mm-hmm. and so it's like there's the consequence there. And then you can plant seeds, which will restore your health. Uh, but that's a finite resource, mm-hmm. and so I, I like that little mm-hmm. uh, push and pull of do I want to plant a seed here? Do I want to make it? Trek all the way back. Mm-hmm. And like Zelda, you know, I think part of the reason Zelda is so beloved is the the seamlessness between exploration, puzzle solving, storytelling, and combat. And I, I feel that here where it's like I get into a little scuffle, I solve this little puzzle, and these are all like micro encounters. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think I said I've only played an hour of this game, but I feel like I have so much to share. I feel like I've seen so much is because it's like all of these tiny micro encounters that you know last maybe 60 seconds and then you're on to the next thing but it's constantly feeding you this stuff Mm -hmm. and so it's this game that you're just like totally engaged in there's always like they they just cut all the fat yes and i love that yes every second you're engaged yeah you're just you're just doing something you're chasing Mm -hmm. after Mm -hmm. something Mm -hmm. all the time and there's there's not at least so far there's not anything in the way of and like we were talking about the comparison to souls and i thought it was interesting where you get to this point where they're like you need to get these three giant souls 
and you can go this direction, that direction, or this other direction. And I just went up to the dude and talked to him again, just to see if he had anything else to say. And he's like, hey, I recommend going to the witch first. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, all right. That's it. I was not expecting that. Yeah. Uh, but truly a delightful little game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brad, you definitely kept that at the forefront of my mind, and I'm glad that you nice. did. Nice. Glad you played it. Uh, the both best. of these things that I brought, both that and inscription, uh, yeah, just delightful. Just need you guys to do Returnal. Returnal. I know. <laughs> I know. Saving it for last. Uh, all right. It is time for the Hotake. Uh, and I've been in a comic book superhero kick lately. That's where Ooh. my mind has been. Uh, it's, it's what I've been spending my free time doing. Uh, like much of the world, I saw Spider-Man No Way Home and loved it. Um, and so my mind has been focused on it. And so I've been thinking about the MCU, and I want to uh, apply that to games. I want to do a thought experiment where we apply that in games hmm. because that is it is something that I really like about the MCU that I think makes it so much different than a lot of other things that I consume where even if I consume something and I'm like, oh, I didn't love that, it's like I got the next piece of the story. And I was talking with my wife about it because I think Kevin Feige, somebody told me that Kevin Feige was, I don't know how I heard this, like through the grapevine that Kevin Feige was like, oh, you don't need to watch the Disney Plus shows to enjoy the movies. And it's like, maybe, but as somebody who's been watching, you know, this stuff mostly as it comes out, um, I can't imagine not watching mm. WandaVision. I can't imagine not watching Loki. I can't imagine not watching Hawkeye. I feel like they each bring this important piece to the puzzle that really keeps me in place with it. Where it's like I, you, you have this feeling of like I don't want to miss out because everything yeah. feels somewhat valuable. And don't I was you like, feel like that's kind of overtaken the smaller stories within the MCU, where it's like. Mm. Yo, in the early days, or like even phase three, even it was like it was about the story first, and then like okay, see how it all connects in the post credits or something. And now it's just like yeah, I don't know. I just feel like more so now, it's not about what's happening; it's about like what comes next. Okay, so that's that's just how maybe just because it's been more than ever, like more shows because we never had the shows before. Yeah. And the shows at the end of the day kind of feel like. I see where you're coming from. You know, setting up for what's next. They always end, they fizzle out. Every single one of these shows I really, really like. And then the very end is just like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, every I, finale, I agree and disagree. Every single finale. So, fucking <laughs> the Winter Soldier and Hawkeye, I was a little bummed at the finale. Yeah. I definitely will give you that. Yeah. Um, WandaVision's think... the best. I'm not going to talk shit, but like. Do we really need a big MCU battle at the end? Like, yeah, no, I get, I get where you're coming from, and yeah. I think there's absolutely validity there. Um, and I, I see the argument of like, is the interconnectedness preventing more intimate personal stories? And I just every time I get into this train of cynicism, yeah. I feel like I'm proven wrong because I think with Loki, to a certain extent, that you're right, where it just got like so wrapped up in variants and timelines that it, it definitely felt like it was like maybe eking out some more personal stories. Although I still really love that show and have mm-hmm. tons of great things to say sure, about it. Sure, sure. And like I had, I had no interest in a Hawkeye show. I just didn't, I just didn't have any interest in a Hawkeye show. And then I watched it and I was like, 
I can't wait. I would get I would get legitimately yeah. jazzed. Like, oh, is it time to is it a new tonight. episode out? And it was because like my favorite episode of that show is the one where like Haley and Clint are just or not Haley. <laughs> That's Haley Seinfeld's the actor. Uh, I'm thinking of Kate. Kate Bishop. Yes, yes, yes. Kate and Clint are hanging out in an apartment. Yeah. Just talking. Yes. And More of that, please. Yeah. More and banter. I I, I, I I feel like, yeah, the, the last episode got away from it, but yeah. uh, there was enough of that, and I grew yeah. to adore Kate as a character so much uh, that it it was awesome. And the other thing that Hawkeye did, now we're just talking about the MCU, this isn't even a question about games, <laughs> but uh, there is a, is a character that comes in from Black Widow, who I already loved from that movie, Definitely. And I, I think by bringing her into this, I loved her even more. I feel like it expanded her character. And so that kind of stuff is what I'm talking about. I don't want yeah. to get away from the more personal stories. I still want the stories to be strong on their own. still want the characters to be strong on their own. But sometimes I think mixing things up and yeah. taking one thing from another can enhance totally. something. And so I'm Probably thinking... just growing pains, you know? For yeah. Their first, like, Disney Plus shows, so... The other thing that I love about the MCU is... They don't all have to be the same. I know that's a criticism of the MCUs. A lot of properties are the same, and I think there's that's valid. But I l- loved how weird WandaVision was, especially those first two episodes. Sure. And the conversation was, what is going on here? And so I think about that in an application to games. Yeah. Like, just as a thought experiment, what if you had some crossover between, like, all of the Sony properties? You know, like, what if, like, Aloy found like some trace of Nathan Drake or something. And it's like, what if you had all these different games that could be different genres? Yeah, and maybe that's a terrible no, no, idea. No, 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 no. It, it's yeah. not necessarily that's a terrible idea. It's yeah. like that's a very realistic thing to me nowadays. Yeah. 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 Everyone's chasing that connected universe thing. And yeah. that's the question that I have. Like, is that good? Should it like mm. will it go too far? It has... Will it water things down? Or would it benefit? It could uh, be both, I think. It can be both. I love the MCU, but after like over a decade plus, I'm really, I've never felt the fatigue more than I did in 2021. Mm. I thought it was literally too much. Mm. It was way too much. Every, it was every week. Yeah. You know, when you have all these shows weekly plus the movies, it was like, at most there was like a month off. It was just too much and it was like diminishing returns. Um, so yeah, I just think, I think you can do, I think too much of a good thing is, t- is too much. Sure. And that's kind of the the worry I have is like when you have so much and it is all about how it connects, you you're losing something there. And it was like I, I, I after the Hawkeye finale, I was like so I was I didn't hate it, but I was like it was I don't want to spoil it, but I, I I was bummed out about some things. Mm-hmm. Um and I just needed something to watch the taste down, dude. So I watched like this just indie movie called yeah. The Novice, mm-hmm. where it was just about this girl in school trying to do the best she could do. And it was like, I need like a human story grounded small scale, you know? And it's just like, I'm worried that, like I said, just when everything is chasing that, everything, you know, you lose sight of your heart. And it becomes about yeah. how it all connects. And it becomes all about the shock, you know? And mm. it was like, they they've been spoiling their own shit ben to get everyone hyped up on what comes next you know they keep saying like hey this person's in it hey this person's Mm, gonna show up like hey guess what this person's gonna be in this movie in three years and it's just like when that 
is part of it, it becomes so commercial. It becomes so manufactured, you know? So that mm-hmm. is like adding to the cynicism and that stuff has kind of been the the cracks of it. It's just announcing all the shit ahead of time and it's just it seems like it's just become such a machine. Oh, absolutely. More than it's ever been. Yeah, I I don't disagree that's a machine and I really see what you're saying. So I'm worried about that if if Sony was doing something like that. Yeah. It is a personal experience though. I think what has um buffered that stuff for me is like if the MCU was the only thing that this was igniting, I if, if, if I was just treating it like I, I only care about the MCU and I don't care about anything else, I think I would feel that way more. Yeah. But because this, like, umbrella is so big, I'll run into, like, uh, a character and I'm like, oh, I don't really know about that character. And then it's like reading up reading comics or reading up about them and it's like oh what were different interpretations like mm-hmm. I, I think part of what has made the MCU work for me is it's like pointed me towards games or comic books mm. or movies outside of it to try to understand like different interpretations or mm-hmm. the history of something and so I, I love that it's not just like I'm watching movies all the time it's like oh yeah I haven't watched the Spider-Man 90s show as a kid what was it like then and so it's just been like it's Adam it's almost Webb. been like it's almost been like this this like history lesson where like the MCU is kind of like the center, but it allows me to branch off in all sorts of weird direction wherever my my heart takes me. Feige just you know? shed a tear. That's his whole goal, dude. He yeah. just shed a tear of happiness because <laughs> the, he got you. In a oh good yeah, way. yeah. In a good, it's not like a malicious thing. It was like, no. oh, that's his goal. Like that's right. what he wanted, dude. Right. That's and, awesome. And I think if I. <laughs> wasn't I don't know because like it got me to read um six issues of the the Matt Fraction Hawkeye story which I never would have done on the show all-time favorite and it's it's like oh my god this is this is this is amazing Mm -hmm. like holy shit this is so good and like now I'm like hyped about Hawkeye I didn't I didn't ever give a fuck about Hawkeye and it's like I have this huge like get ready to be hyped decades. about Moon Knight next, right? Well, like, Moon Knight every time seems one of these awesome. things come out, right? It's just so like... that's, that's what I mean. Is <laughs> is it's like it's it's making me a bigger comic book fan. It's making me a bigger fan mm. of of that's cool. Just yeah. superheroes in a in a broad sense. Yeah. And so I think if I was like only tuned in to the MCU, I I I could see myself getting cracked in the same way that you described. Yeah. Um, but I think like. I think maybe why I try to analyze it in the context of games is sometimes I get frustrated when I have an experience in a game and it's like, I would love the opportunity to like watch a movie interpretation of this, like that, that multimedia-ness mm-hmm. or that like just different ways of expressing something I think can be valuable. It can be terrible as well, but mm-hmm. I, I love that side of it. Sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I think this also comes from, like, the Castlevania show being so good, Mm. right? Castlevania is never a series that I have associated with good storytelling (laughs) uh, in my life. But then that Castlevania show happened, and I was like, this is amazing. Like, and I was just chewing through episodes like candy. When you get the connectedness, you know, it does make it feel more important. It makes it feel like you're not wasting your time Mm -hmm. you know it's like you watch some random one-off movie 
in a bubble in a vacuum and it's right. like well no one's talking about this this doesn't connect to anything mm, right. you know so there is that sense of like everyone is watching this it connects to this whole big thing it feels bigger than you and it's like exciting to be a part of that um another another example is um i got together my my wife's friends and their husbands and i was talking to the husbands and they brought up The Witcher, and they're like, oh, have you seen Witcher Season 2? And it was so interesting because, like, so these guys don't play The Witcher games. Yeah. They don't, that they have no, that, like, they're aware of them, but that's it. And yeah. it's just like, they, I could tell how into it they were. And they're yeah. just like, oh, yeah, I just burned through it. And then one of the guys was listening to the books on tape. <laughs> and, like, I yeah, love like that. Yeah, like Game of Thrones. Look what Game of Thrones did. Yeah. Who, the right. whole, who read Game of Thrones? Like, nobody. And that's that's well, what I mean is I, I love that. It's like. Oh man, like I've gotten a lot out of The Witcher and it's cool that somebody who took a totally different path is like expressing that same enthusiasm, you know? I think that's yeah. really neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I think the good example here in somebody not doing it, it and it being for the worse is Gotham Knights. Mm. Why like Gotham Knights not being connected now seems like a detriment. I just explained it to my wife where I was like, okay, yeah. so Gotham Knights is not connected to Arkham, yeah. Ev- but, but Suicide Squad re- is connected to Arth- yeah. Arkham. Yeah, yeah. And it's like Gotham Knights, but like Bruce Wayne is presumed dead, which he was, was in the last in- yes. game. And it's yes. like Red Hood is now an uneasy ally, yes. which like could have been. So it seems like a natural progression from the end of that game, but it's not connected. So it's right. like. Mm. DC as a whole, I think that's something that's, Really DC's frustrating. Not unified in their it, yeah, it's not unified. That's a great way of putting it because you like have the Injustice games, which mm-hmm. are doing their own thing, yeah. and then you think about it in terms of movies, and it's like you have the Snyderverse, but then you have Joker, the new, yeah. Yeah, then you have Joker, and then you have the, the new, new Batman, Batman, which is yet another yeah. thing. And it's, it's so I, I think that's, I don't think being disconnected is necessarily a bad thing, right? You think about the Nolan mm-hmm. Batman trilogy, yeah. but sometimes it can feel so. Disorganized. It seems bizarre nowadays just because we assume all superhero things are connected or they should yeah. be kind of, and these aren't. Right. But it's like, maybe they'd be better if they were connected. Maybe. Yeah. Some of them were connected and they were, you know, I don't, whatever. I don't ever know about video game properties combining into that. Like maybe Ratchet and Clank and Jack and Daxter. <laughs> it would be sick if they, you know. Heroes on the move. Yeah, Rift Apart. We were always like, oh, where's the Jack and Daxter portal? Let's go. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, so I don't know if that's ever going to work, but to me, the best MCU video game franchise is Resident Evil by far. Mm. No question. Because you are seeing different characters. Everything is all connected, but like each game is on its own. Uh, there's different styles of each game, first yeah. person, fixed cameras, different environments. Like, as far as the MCU in video game, just go. Like, Resident Evil gives me that. I didn't even think bar about... Bar none. Bar none. Like, oh, Kingdom Hearts tops it for Kingdom me. The but most. there's just, like, not as many there. And no. they are. they all have very similar gameplay. I know, like, obviously Chain of Memories is a card game, but they all, like, play the same. Or is Resident Evil, like, yeah, so I mean differently? There's so many. I guess you're shooting zombies in most of them. Yeah, but like, and there's some that aren't canon. Gaiden. I I mean, Gaiden. But yeah, I mean, but like, and there's like remakes of like like a separate universe now of its own thing. True. What you're touching on, and I didn't even think about Resident Evil when I was formulating this question, 
is something that I do love, though. Like, I, I love... I think what has made Resident Evil so consistently exciting is I don't necessarily know mm-hmm. what we're going to get. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're you're right that there are certainly similarities, even when they change styles. Uh, but I think even that that... Even if it's not completely different, that change of style helps a lot. And I remember going through Resident Evil 7, and Resident Evil Village had the same thing, where going in with the thought of how is this connected was really exciting. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, well, both of them. Because oh, yeah. when, you had the, when you had those moments, right? Like, think about the trailers for Resident Evil Village, yeah. where you're like, what the hell is Chris is do- Chris doing? That made the whole game more exciting for me. Mm-hmm. And I think that sense is sort of what I'm talking about. Yeah. Is, is I, I love those sorts of payoffs. Yes. Or that Assassin's cer- Creed, man. I haven't said Assassin's Creed, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I was thinking about Ubisoft, and then what immediately popped into my head, I was like, maybe if it was more shared, it would be a downfall because... Ubisoft the structure of the games is so similar that if I felt like I had to get through them all, yeah. I'd be burnt out. They, if anyone should do it, how have they not done it? Well, they've like Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed should absolutely just be in the same universe. And how easy would it to throw Sam Fisher in there too? Like, well, Watch Dogs Legion all... had this whole Assassin's Creed quest. Yeah, and yeah. Watch Dogs and. Watch Dogs 1, you, there's an Abstergo employee mm-hmm. is one of the people. So it's like, dude, it's one step away from, like, combining all that. Like, yeah. granted, Assassin's Creed by itself is kind of a Resident Evil situation where it is very MCU, different people, different eras, all connected, but self-contained within each one. But I feel like if anyone were to do it, I would want Ubisoft to do it. Because mm. it's also the least to lose. Like, what could... What damage could it be done? Mm. What could be done if it fucks up? Like, who really even cares about Watch Dogs? Like, I love Watch Dogs 1 and 2, but yeah, I'm not, like, story, invested in the ongoingness mm. of Watch Dogs. Like, Assassin's Creed has been spinning its wheels for so long. Like, nothing really to lose there. Yeah. Just. I, I think w- with games, like, I think fighting games could really benefit from this sort of connected but different styles approach where it's like oh man some of the lore in these fighting games is really cool yeah but you have tons of people that just like feeling too intimidated or just don't want to play fighting games mm-hmm. and it's like what if you had a really sick like same level of quality action game or a shooter or whatever mm-hmm. that got you invested in the lore because i think mortal kombat mythologies mortal kombat mythologies you think about like like shallon like Shallon Monks yeah. is just yeah. so much fun, and I—that's yeah. that's what I mean—is I want more. Where is it, Boone? Where, like, <laughs> where's the sequel? Because you think about Mortal Kombat, and the world is so cool. It's so cool and so much fun. It's a blast being part of the Mortal Kombat world. That's I'm not. This is not a diss on the yeah. fighting games. Yeah. Sometimes you're just like, I just want to run around this world. Yeah. I just don't want to. I don't want to just be locked mm-hmm. to totally. this stage. You know, totally. It's like we were saying about multiplayer maps. Sometimes you just want to like check exactly. them out, mm-hmm. live in exactly. them. Exactly. Yeah. Because like, they go through all this out effort of developing this gigantic volume of lore and, and going into all these characters. And it's like there has to be a better way mm-hmm. to utilize some of these people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. 
don't know if it'll ever happen in that sense. Like, because, you know, the protective freaking Druckman is against anyone with Joel and Ellie and stuff. He's He said, no, never, ever will they ever be in anything ever. Zero, mm-hmm. zero, zero, no, no, no. Do not talk to me. It's funny that you bring that <laughs> up like, because... Last of Us is one of those things where, like, I wouldn't want this expansion. Yeah. Like, you want to, like, mess around with Goro? Go for it. <laughs> you know, I don't know that I want that to happen with yeah. Joel and Ellie. So it is different. It is a property by property yeah. feeling with mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, Kratos, like, I mean, I guess he could end up in some era. I mean, he's been somewhere. in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. What I, Caliber, yeah. What I think would be Interesting. Hot shots golf. Yeah, like, Fortnite. Yeah, dude, Kratos is everywhere. Yeah. Shit. Speaking of <laughs> Spider-Man No Way Home, that I I would be it'd be really interesting to see this in a video game. Is like I would love modern day Kratos to like interact with PS2 Kratos. That'd be fun. You know what I mean? And like Whoa. reckoning with each other in like angry ass Kratos versus like right, dad Kratos. Right. Because right, yeah. the whole vibe of those games is is very different. And it's an evolution. Yeah. They should have done that with Sonic. Or, sorry, not Sonic, uh, Mega Man. Have X and Mega Man yeah. do something together. Right. And, I, I, like, and you could mess around with graphical styles and, and just, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, what was, uh, didn't they say they were going to do something? Wasn't that the rumor? Bioshock, right? Remember she had portals? Well, Infinite, yeah. Yeah. Was, like, kind of They kind something? of do that. They do in that with the, the deal. DLC, yeah. yeah. I gotta I, use the bathroom. Really yo, bad. go for it. Sorry. Nope, you're Been fine. Holding it forever. Yeah. Huber and I can get started on some emails. So. Yeah, it's definitely case to case there. Yeah, it is. But Ben, I, 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 just to close it out, I have been feeling a little just the fatigue from everything connecting. You know, because hey man, it I get does you. feel like it feels like that's just the only thing it's about. You know, yeah. and, and I don't want to have that feeling when I watch something. I want it to be a bonus. I want it to be Nick Fury in Tony Stark's house at the end credits. Yeah. It's a bonus. Like, I get you. No, let's, let's have the shock and the twist and the pull to the next one. Okay, now let's make our movie. You know, that's what it feels like sometimes. You know, I'm not on Twitter anymore. <laughs> I have not been for a while now. I wonder if that's part of it. I... Because I'm so, I got my finger on the pulse with like movies and shit. Yeah. Which makes it impossible to dodge casting sure. news. And that stuff gets to me every time, you know, where it's like, oh, this person is going to be in this. Because I feel like, like the way that I'm handling the superhero thing is I'm kind of just charting my own path. As it comes. Well, it's just like, what direction do I want to go down? What story do I want to read? What yeah. thing do I want to launch? And I'm just like doing it. You yeah. know, I'm not necessarily on the pulse yeah and i wonder if that has prevented the yeah. fatigue but i get you Probably. like it's interesting because like i feel more invested in it and you feel less invested yeah. in it and it's like i'm sure that will swap around yeah. at some point too yeah once blade comes fucking blade <sighs> dude. once blade shows up but it better not be pg-13 blade yeah like after hawkeye i just like queued up an old favorite scene in daredevil season two to show my wife and it's frank castle in mm-hmm. frank castle doing very bloody things and mm-hmm. it was like is disney plus ever going to do this yeah i think it's like the it's, by the end of this fight scene he's drenched in blood like will it ever get to that who knows i think how they handle um blade will be a test. blade and, and and deadpool will be a test yeah. big time yeah big time all right 
Time for some emails. Love having you both on Frame Trap. I would want Logan Hugh Jackman to show up in Last of Us Part Three, though. That'd be a cool crossover. I want I yeah. want Hugh Jackman to show up yeah. in anything. Yeah. Any at any time. Can you imagine if like Last of Us Part Three, if it's not Logan, if it's just like Hugh Jackman as a character, you yeah. walk in, he's, hey. he's like, hey Bob. <laughs> as the actor. Can, yeah. Yeah. Can you Full imagine cap, yeah. like Hugh you're Jackman? Just, you're playing or watching something, and out of nowhere there's a Chappie crossover just in any <laughs> any in any way. Chappie body. In Fortnite, dude. Yeah. Let's go. Chappie skin. Will, I will shell out the bucks <laughs> yeah. for Chappie. Yep. Yes. Our first email comes in from Snowcone Guy. Hello, Ben and friends. As the year has ended and everybody is talking about goaties, I have a simple question. What is the best game you have ever played? Define best however you want. For me, it must be Half-Life Alex. It's not just a media that I consumed. It was an experience that I had. I have memories of being in City 17 and experiencing all those events and locations. Honestly, God of War 2018 to me is the best game ever made. Hmm. It's the one true 10 out of 10. Explain it. Uh, large scale, small scale, accessibility. That game can be very, very easy if you put it down on easy. It can also be challenging and insanely deep and complex on higher difficulties. Watch somebody do the Valkyrie fight on the hardest difficulty. You will be amazed at what is even possible. Like, I've seen some things that I didn't even know were possible with that combat, where I was like, dude, you, what? Mm-hmm. Uh, so just the combat is incredible, the the story, the bond of Kratos and Atreus, and just the large scale, the sweeping epic nature of it all. It's uh, certainly it, epic. Yeah, just the yeah. big and the small, intimate, the micro, the mag, all of it. The whole total package. Ragnarok's going to be sick. God. My God. The best. Uh, I don't know if I have a specific game I think it's the best in the world. I think there's games that excel exceedingly well at what they do mm-hmm. like one of the best games i think about every time is super Mario 64 oh my i just God. think about like the only thing i had knock against that game is all the bowser encounters are pretty much the same that's yeah. about it no brad I, I wasn't even thinking about it but yeah super Mario 64 for me because it was not only I was mean, it like the technologically yeah, it was one at of its time and like that... the first 3d like right. true 3d game and it's still one of the best ever at this time i wish Everybody born after that fact, I wish I could transport them in time and, and give them that feeling yeah. of that, that you, that it you was had an insane living feeling. through it yeah. as tiny children. Yeah. 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 It sucks because some things just cannot be like that. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like I watched The Goonies late and I hate it. Yeah. And it's a, like... No, I, I played Super play Mario 64 with my wife and she's like... What is this trash? Well, it's not even <laughs> like, what is this trash? But she is less engaged with older games and mm-hmm. it's just like... You don't understand, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. In terms of best game ever, it, it, I view it in such a subjective way. For me, it will always be Metal Gear Solid because mm-hmm. that it was a turning. I've never had a bigger turning point in my life where I was like, "Oh, this is what video games can be." You know, mm-hmm. I thought of video games as like a challenge, as fun, mm-hmm. as addicting, but it was like. They can talk about real world things. Yeah, they can be serious. They can affect your world view. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it was like <laughs> it was like opening my third eye. It yeah. really was. And I, you, I, I don't think you can have that experience constantly, right? And yeah. so it's it's that because of that moment, especially now where like stories are so expected. Mm-hmm. You know, you're right. growing up with games now, and it's right. like. If the story is not grabbing you, you're like, huh, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, back then it was like, 
raising the bar for storytelling. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Like it's when hard. I think of games, like just pure gameplay, it's like how do I not think of so many of those just original Mario games? I mean, like just, Mario just, Three and the Mario World. It's like just say the like perfection. Just say the correct answer though. Dark Souls One. No, Dark Souls One has too many problems. Justice One is is like incredible my, game, but it, yeah, subjectively <laughs> it is my number yeah, two. I could pick yeah. parts of that game apart though. Oh, for sure. But impact. Yeah, of course. The oh, impact. Yeah. If we're doing games on impact, sure, it's like sure, 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 sure. Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, like yeah. Resident Evil One. Mario it's like yeah. yeah, sure, sure, sure. No, but like, fucking. There, there are moments in Dark Souls One that like. It's chasing the dragon. Like I wish I could feel that. I wish mm-hmm. I could feel that feeling. Going to Anorlando for the first time again. Yeah, I wish I could up feel in that prison, being dude. sucked into the painted world. Yeah, like that. Like just beating Ornstein is small again. Utter, utter shock. Yeah, yeah. And it like depends. Like, did you play Demon Souls first before Dark Souls? Like, yeah. Mm. Because like we did. Yeah, yeah we yeah. all did. And it's like it's different, but there's still things that are familiar about it compared yeah. to someone who maybe just played Dark Souls first. Mm. Like, whoa, what the fuck. Uh, next question comes in from Beaks. 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 Fucking Mario Kart. Beaks, dude. Uh, is it Beaks lore? Fucking yeah. Beaks. Beaks is a freaking Mario Kart. Fuck. So we streamed it for Beaks. stream team. Beaks. God, Beaks Damn is a menace. Freaking Beaks. Beaks menace. Dude, I love this Beaks lore. Beaks, right. dude. Beaks. Next time, Beaks. Next time I see you on the tracks, Beaks. Or Beakman, we also accept. Yeah. I got, a, I got a red shell with your name on it, Beaks. He'll deflect it. Yeah. <laughs> hey there, allies. It has become such a meme, and nobody wants to do it, but something a game just truly does remind you. But sometimes a game just truly does remind you of Dark Souls. Yeah, sure. When you have found yourself comparing games to Dark Souls most... What is it in other games that really makes you bring up Dark Souls for a comparison? It's an incredibly important game, so it makes sense to be brought up so much. But what aspect of Dark Souls do you think stands out the most for you? Freedom is a big one. Mm. But, like... World design, I guess? Yeah, yeah. Freedom and world design. Like, interconnected areas, I guess. Obviously, the you die, you have to go back to your body or something to retrieve so that- something. Some kind of mysterious lore that it doesn't hold your hand with it, and you can like piece it together. Um, <laughs> Definitely, so soulsy. I I try to get away from souls comparisons mm-hmm. because they are so um, prolific. The, the, yeah, <laughs> but it, it just sometimes it feels like too easy of an out, and like you're not taking the burden upon yourself to like really. Uh, sure, articulate. it's a it's a blanket statement you can overuse. Yeah, but I I also agree with what Beeks is saying. It's like sometimes like, you know, a spade is a spade. Mm-hmm. Like if if you do the like you die and you lose your experience currency, yeah. and I see the giant red health bar for bosses, it's yeah. like, yeah, this is what you are, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. what you're trying to yeah. be. Yeah, what what else can I say? Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I agree. I, I don't, like, it goes both ways where I, I do think the media maybe clings on it they too They toss it readily, around maybe a little too. But I also yeah. think, like, the audience, like, not every comparison to it is yeah. unfounded. Yeah, I think it happens so much too, though, because, like, it's relatively newer. Yeah. Whereas, you know, when you compare something to, like, platforming, you have mm-hmm. a lot more options to compare it to. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, yeah. yeah, there are more Souls games out there, but, like, you know, 
it's not like a Mario and Zelda to me. It's like, yo, there's Dark Souls, and then there's everything else. Yeah, so you're also... You know, nothing's no, gotten to the level of I, those yet uh, yeah. from software games. Yeah. You're absolutely touching on something super, super important that I completely agree with. So Dark Souls kind of came out of this time where it was doing things, it popularized mm-hmm. certain ideas. Trends, yeah. Um, at a time where video games were more chronicled. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me the first game that had HP. Like, you don't know. I don't, yeah, know. I don't know. Right? And so, like, a lot of these concepts date back yeah. so long during a time where video games, I think, were less chronicled and established mm-hmm. and just had a much smaller audience that you weren't seeing this type of thing. But if video games had the attention now that they, they did back then, like... You would have everybody making like Ultima comparisons. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like I think you also have to keep that in mind that in terms of of, of awareness and availability of information, the world has changed, mm-hmm. and so that is another reason why you're seeing so many. Yeah, it's. I guess you could say, like gameplay, like how you play it is so similar. Yeah. Like absolutely. third person action, like crushing more bosses. methodical combat. Yeah, the health bar, your stamina bar. Mm-hmm. It's like you, like you said, when you see it's a spade. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're not gonna like maybe we should just to to make the audience feel better. Next time I'm gonna compare something to the surge. <laughs> I'm gonna go. It's like the surge attack body. Parts. Dude, this is Lords of the Fallen. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's like Lords of the Fallen. Yeah. 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 Start throwing those yeah. in there. Oh yeah. We gotta <laughs> find like the yeah. most obscure one. Dolmen. It's Dolmen, dude. Check out Easy Update. It's like Ashen. <laughs> Dolman? Dolman. It just makes me think of bananas. Dolman, dude. <laughs> no, it's like some souls like, isn't it? Sci-fi souls, dude. Okay. Dolman. Our last Dolman email. Hype. Yo, put Dolman on your radar. Re- like, really? Really. I'm serious. Have you played it since that thing? I played it. It was That was two weeks ago. Okay. I promise. Dolman. It was an early build. There's something about the way that you the say name, it. The name, right? Dolman. It's the yeah, name. You it's make it sound so, so comedic. I can't so take it seriously. I know. Dolman. Like Dole Whip. Island I, 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 I said the words Dolman like 75 times yeah. on this video. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> Our last email uh, comes in from Jared B. Hey, Ben and Allies. Happy holidays to you and your families. So 2022 in gaming is looking absolutely stacked. I was thinking... I was looking at a list of upcoming games for next year, and I couldn't believe how many massive titles we might be getting next year. I won't rattle off the whole list, but my most anticipated game is Elden Ring, uh, Right Around the Corner, Breath of the Wild 2, Horizon Forbidden West, Starfield, just to name a few. I realize some titles are bound to get delayed, but does 2022 have a chance to match the all-time great years in gaming history, such as 1998, 2007, and 2010, first that come to mind for me? Do you have any Dark Horse games for next year that you think people are sleeping on in 2022 or just not getting enough love? I mentioned it above, but I think Horizon Horizon Forbidden West is shaping up to be incredible Mm. and feel like sometimes it gets buried behind some other amazing games. Uh, Elden Ring, you're not hyping it up enough. Yeah. More. (laughs) More More praise. More. Um, God of War Ragnarok. God of War Ragnarok. God of War freaking Ragnarok is here to take us all to Valhalla. Yeah, I don't mean to like bring the conversation down, but like I really loved uh, 2021 for games. Like there's mm-hmm. there's so many games yeah. that I look it's on. It's one of my favorites, Ben. I think the thing that that like when you're like, is it going to be as good as like 2007 or 1998? It's like it's hard for me to answer that question. To me, last year was better than 98. 
yeah. I like I like newer games more than older games. I'm sorry. I can understand that perspective, <laughs> but it's it's also like it's hard for me to do that when, like, I w- we weren't going through a, a a COVID pandemic, you know. And so it's like I think that's the thing is where it's like I'm trying to compare it, where like there's just so much bad news right now. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to be like 2021 is the best year. You know what I mean? Is there like like, I may love the games, but it's hard for me to isolate that mm. in the context of of everything out. And I certainly don't mean to be a bummer, but it is just a weird aspect of it mentally. Definitely. I think. What came out in 1988? I know Ocarina of Time. Was it Metal Gear? Half-Life, Life, Metal Half-Life? Gear. Mario. Uh, no. No, Ocarina. Yeah. 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 I don't know what else. I can't remember. S- no. Counter-Strike? 99. I think Counter Strike was ninety nine, because yeah. if Half Life was ninety eight, yeah. it would have to be. Mm. We did that game trailers countdown. I remember all of them listed on the wall. Mm. Ninety eight, how insane I think it was. Symphony of the Night was ninety seven. It was pretty insane. I think so too. Yeah. Silent Hill maybe. Silent Hill was ninety nine, I believe. Resident Evil was ninety eight. I thought Number it was like one. I thought it was earlier than that. Original. I thought I thought Resident Evil one was ninety six. Yeah, maybe ninety six or ninety yeah, seven. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I like games uh, now. But yeah, next year, a lot of crazy shit. Like, we could get Final Fantasy 16 next year. It's like, yeah. damn. We don't even know, like, a lot of stuff that's coming. I think what makes it hard to answer this question is, like, Hollow Knight is such a masterpiece of a game for me, mm-hmm. but I didn't know about it until after the fact, right? Yeah. And so, like, a lot of times, or, like, Hades is a good example. Like, the year before Hades came out, I didn't necessarily, I couldn't, I wouldn't predict like, oh, Hades is going to be one of the best games of mm-hmm. that year, and I, I think that the games that do captivate the most attention, uh, the ones that are, or not captivate, not even captivate the most attention, that are year defining, the ones that we look back on fondly, are the ones that we don't know about yet. Hmm. Um, like even, even a Bloodborne or like a Witcher Three. Right, I think about those games and like, yes, they were coming from established bases, but I think they just were so excellent in quality that they kind of brought in so many more people, and that's how they defined the year. And so I, I, I don't, I don't necessarily think it is going to be the games that we know about. It could be God but. of War and Elden Ring. Sorry, Ben. Breath of the Wild two. Breath of the Wild two. Could be. Could it's be. It's going to be the yeah. top two. Could be, yeah, you, yeah, I, yeah, you could be absolutely right. I could be completely wrong. Yeah, I, I mean, wonder, <laughs> I, I wonder what secrets, yeah. right? Like Ragnarok has to be keeping a big secret to close to its chest. I Dude, feel like. I don't because it's like you can't just do the one take again. Like that was such a big selling point of like the tech and the gimmick and like yo, big game, new thing. But it's like what's. What is that thing for Ragnarok? What is well, the hook? That's that's the thing with Nothing. God of War and, and God of War and Breath of the Wild, Nothing. right? Yeah, like just more of the same. I, I don't like God of War and Breath of the Wild. I do think are absolutely year defining games, but it's because they completely mm-hmm. broke away from yeah. the establishment. Those yep. sequels, what do they do right. to have that's that I mean. impact? Everything yeah. better. Like it's a good. And, but the thing with both Breath of the Wild two and God of War Ragnarok, I. I don't want to know anything. Yeah, no more, please. Just please shut up. Shut up until that is well, just on my. Tell console. me when it's coming out. Yeah. Or tell me the title of the damn game. Yeah. So I don't have to call it Breath of the Wild Two. 
I think that's why Final Fantasy 16 is so exciting, though, because it's feels like yeah, it, feels it could be it, it, it's it fucking could be like <laughs> Don't May Cry combat designer right, on that right. shit. I have no idea. True. No idea. Super fun episode of Frame Trap with the boys. Feels good to be back. I uh, hope you enjoyed watching. If you want to send an email, the address is askeasyallies at gmail.com. One more time, that is askeasyallies at gmail.com. Thank you so much for watching. Until next time.